Yo, yeah. John, anybody ever tell you you look like the Persian Nick Wright? If you go, you're gonna give, you're gonna give, you're gonna give basketball takes, but also give me a nice price for my rugs. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion. I'm so cold blooded. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. I fear nobody. I walk like a champion. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 84 of the Saratobi Sports Pod. It's your boy, World Wide West, a.k.a. the Deacon of Demon Time in the building, recording straight from my job. I'm not telling y'all niggas where I work because I'm not getting fired for none of y'all. But yeah, <laughs> and I got my guys with me. Um, we zooming in today. No regrown, unfortunately. So Matt will not be joining us. But I got my other boy just on his phone, just playing train sim, just the New Rochelle, just the New York Nets. Ew, New York Nets. Oh my gosh. All I'm saying is, I I know there's for a fact a lot of people who got that phone case, but they colored in one straight. Yeah. Because that phone case looks like it's missing something. Honestly, I'm upset. I'm upset because I really wanted the Punisher logo with the Nets in it. (laughs) Oh no, no, no. If you if you had the if you had the Punisher logo with the blue stripe, you would have gone full, (laughs) full 45, bro. And I'm not talking about degrees. Hey, but welcome, Justin, welcome, Justin. Welcome. How you feeling, my boy? Justin How you feeling? Staten Island. Whether it's a cult or my president, forty-five is the wave. <laughs> That's no, a you're, bar. Unin- you're, you're unintroduced, and I'm. I am now. I am now so muting Justin's you. Justin out here talking about. Yeah, you know, you didn't see that guy, uh, Mike Stanton, hit that grand slam. Oh. Hell yeah, yeah. It's Mike, about back damn was, time. And you hear him to my left, but really across the really the Hudson. Yeah. The, my heart's across the Hudson River, wherever he's at, straight from his room. My boy John Bluetooth <laughs> in the building. LeBron Bluetooth yeah, in the building. No, that's not what he is. Come on, yeah. say oh. what his new nickname is. Now, what's his new nickname? It's John Persian Nick Wright Bluetooth. Come on now. Oh, why you gotta do my son foul like that though? Not Nick Wright, bro. You're gonna have to tell you. I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying that you give takes as horrendous as him because you're trying to say i look like that man which is worse i'm just saying from this angle and from how i see you in the zoom when you were closer (laughs) up in the camera it was giving it was giving nick Wright. it was giving nick Wright. it was giving nick Wright. not all people not all brown people with beards it's the the nose for me (laughs) (laughs) listen he's keenan allen until further notice now john never go bald bro it's a wrap I'm telling I'll be you, so he played. He played. He plays for the San Diego Chargers. I'll get hair plugs. To be honest, <laughs> I'd get the surgery, dog. I can't. I couldn't. Uh, I don't think I got a good head shape for bald. Yeah, I don't know, bro. Listen, I don't. You know. Y'all too might have to worry about that. I don't know. See, so here's the thing. I, I'm not. I just. I don't have enough facial hair. I don't think. To I saw a TikTok about that. Put Rogaine on your face. It makes your beard grow. Mm. And yeah, a doctor co-signed on it. Who said? Who might need that to fill in some of them. Make his shit connect. JT gave up on it already. I did. No, no, no. I ain't giving up yet. I ain't giving up yet. You gotta get saying? that row game, dog. We trust. We trust in the process. Not yeah. You know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Trust in the process as per usual, man. Oh, you know. Man, All right. So what we, so what we got today, you guys, man? What we got? Well, speaking of trust in the process, I feel like uh, I don't trust this process of what the Jets are doing, which is something oh. that they do year in and year out. And so, uh, if anybody hasn't heard already which you probably have already. the Jets traded Sam Darnold which is something that's not surprising to me 
because, mm-hmm. or should anybody, I mean, his name has been thrown up in trade talks literally since the end of the football season. Surprise. It came this late though, at, or at least this close to the draft. Um, mm-hmm. I think that kind of diminished some of his trade stock, especially with all the quarterbacks moving around already. Uh, but also surprised that they didn't get a first round pick out of this. I mean, mm-hmm. a sec, a, a late rounder this year and then a second and a sixth next year. Isn't it a six, a six this year? And then a six a second this and year, fourth, second, second, and, and second and a fourth, sorry, second and a fourth next year. It's I mean, it's, it's okay, but like, I got a lot of fucking picks. I think it's what 21 picks over the next whatever something like that we're, we're trying to be the football version of the uh oklahoma the City celtics nah the thunder yeah the thunder <laughs> so y'all but aren't gonna win games that's what you're telling me basically we're not gonna be good for a while but it's okay because we got you know our shy gillis is uh makai beckton so oh you know i thought it was i thought it was marcus may but fuck it all right nah, he's, 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 a, he's a veteran now uh yeah he's, well. he's kind of an old head now but uh yeah Sam Darnold on the on the Panthers and it gets the, the sorry the Carolina Temple Panther Owls right um and you know what makes me sick about this is that this is exactly what the Jets should have looked like because the Jets should have <laughs> had Matt Rule as their as their head coach with Sam Darnold as the quarterback and Robbie Anderson as the lead wide receiver this is some right. bull crap man this is yeah. some bull crap so you so you're upset about the trade I'm I mean I'm not upset because it was something I prepared for. Like, it's not something that I left it. I was, it was more like a, I'm just waiting until it happens type of thing. Like just what, you know, the band-aid was going to have to come off eventually, but Indeed. it's just upsetting because it couldn't work. I'm upset more because it couldn't work out in New York. And yeah, Sandarno wasn't perf- a perfect quarterback. I'll be the first mm-hmm. to admit, like this nigga was making bonehead plays all the time. But at the same time, pick either. he wasn't, he also wasn't Joe Douglas's pick either, but it's not to mm-hmm. say that we haven't seen in the league where a new GM comes in and sticks with, you know, the oh, quarterback yeah. that was drafted before. I just think the Jets never gave him a chance to succeed mm-hmm. it during his time in New York. I mean, right, his first season, he was mm-hmm. drafted by McCagnan and Todd Bowles was his head coach. And he actually played pretty well, I would say, for a rookie season. That showed a lot of promise. Then is when, you know, the Jets, for some reason, wanted to screw up the organization for the next few years by hiring mm-hmm. Adam Gase, right? That was a disaster. McCagnan throws a whole bunch of money at places that end up not, I mean, look, how much money did they throw at Le'Veon Bell just to trade him in a year and a half, right? They didn't lost Robbie Anderson. Didn't, he, didn't they cut him? No, we traded him. They traded oh, him. Traded him to the Chiefs. Excuse me. Yeah. Lost Robbie Anderson a, a year later, right? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. They did cut him. I remember yeah, they, they cut him. They did cut him. They did cut him. Actually, yeah, they did cut him. Because remember they were saying that, yo, he only played in like 18 games and got mad mad bread. Yep. And I'm I'm glad. I'm glad he got as much bread as he did from the Jets, you know? Because if they weren't going to use him properly, then that's on him, right? You take away Sam Donald's best weapon in Robbie Anderson. You know, he goes to sign. He signs for less to go play in Carolina. You know, they just took Hassan Reddick um, on a pretty team-friendly deal, if I do say it myself. Who mm-hmm. I wanted the Jets to get as well. I was going to say, they really are what the Jets should have been. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's frustrating because this, I mean, they... I still have to have faith in, in, in Douglas. He drafted Makai Becton. He got Mims. You know, I, I would say right now, those are his two best best things so far that we have going for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, it's, it's tough when you know that you could have had something with Darnold and he just never was given any type of chance. I mean, what what young quarterback had as, li- as worse coaching, had had worse coaching and as little talent as Sam Darnold and succeeded? Yeah. Like, there is That's, none. Um... Yeah, I feel like we've talking about that a lot of the podcast. You know what I mean? Like we've always 
It's just he wasn't put in a position to succeed, was not, you know, helped out at all by the organization, by the coaching staff, by anything. Um, my thing is, do you feel like the way you're upset right now is more just based on those past actions versus the actual good things that may come out of this? Because y'all may end up with Justin Fields. But see, and I think that's pretty, that's pretty good. You know what I mean? Well, see, like, I, don't, I don't think we're getting Outside Justin of Mac, Fields. who shouldn't be in the top 10 anyway, if you end we'll up get to with, that. Yeah, you're not going to end up with Lawrence. But if you end up with um Wilson or, or uh, Fields, I feel like that's, you know, I'm okay with that. That's but that's the thing, John. Like that we all know, like the draft is a crapshoot, right? Like who was yeah. who was ever gonna guess that Lamar Jackson was gonna turn into the player that he was drafted at, you know, the split the place he was in the first round, right? Like look how long well, it kind of took Heisman, they, but yeah. No, but I'm, but but still, like, look how many quarterbacks went before him. Um, mm-hmm. and then he mm-hmm. ends up being one of the one that wins the MVP before all of them, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't know that Baker was gonna we thought Baker was gonna come in and light the world on fire, but it took him what, three years? into the league to finally even no i would say for his first nah, season nah, he had no, success. no 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 first no. season he had success but you know but, but, he, look, what ha- yeah. but look what happened but look what yeah. why, why did he have success because they changed the coach because the coach wasn't doing anything hugh jackson wasn't doing anything from it wasn't until they made the coaching change right mm-hmm. that okay now he can do baker things right yeah but then the right. next season with freddie kitchens as his coach a little bit of a regression then you go get a new coach and stefanski look at that no but that's what i'm saying like I feel like your your Jets fan negativity because you've been let down so many times is oh, yeah. influencing oh, this way more because you have a new coach. Yes. You you're racking up these picks like the Thunder, which is what you want to do for a rebuilding franchise. Yep. You've got Darnold. Yep. You know, I still think you give him another year and then maybe you don't draft a quarterback, you see what's going on, or draft someone that you can stash for a little bit longer. We see what happens there with you know, with the later pick or something. Um, but either way, like you still have the opportunity to get a potential starting caliber quarterback, however you want to call it. Regardless, we knew Darnold wasn't going to s- stick around. Um, my thing is doing that after the whole Corby Davis thing where he's like, I thought I was playing with homie. That's interesting. Um, mm. But like, I, I feel like you guys are in a position to really turn the corner. And now you're going to see like it's more of just I think you're coming into this still negative Jess fan where you got to hit miles where he was just. I got no expectations and we got a bunch of new shit. So whatever happens, happens. Like Miles John, every season for the you know Jets I mean? is a, is a not expecting anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I was literally, we were literally here three years ago when we drafted Darnold. Mm-hmm. We were literally, this is the exact same situation. You had, you had draft picks. All right. This is going to be the quarterback to lead us to the future. And then look what happened. We botched that. So what's to, and I'm just looking at a, a trend of all the Jets first round picks, right. Over the past mm-hmm. decade, mm-hmm. we have no, like the only one that's still here is Makai Becton. And we drafted them last, last year. year. <laughs> last year, right? Every single every single Jets draft pick in the first round for the last ten years has been gone within the, their first three or four seasons. I think that Jets. should tell you that should tell you a lot of things about football. One, the draft is never won in the first round. The Patriots are a perfect example of that. Okay. And two, <laughs> and two, I think those two through like four rounds. It's, far, it's really about finding the diamonds in the rough. You know what I'm saying? So, and I do think it's more so about being a good franchise, more so than like drafting high caliber players. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of people are so high on Zach Wilson. And now, uh, obviously, with the reports coming out about Mac Jones, people are so high high on him because they're trying to, you know, they're trying to overthink it. They I don't are. know. I don't they know. Are. But you because there's, I'm just saying, there's no reason why Zach Wilson should be getting Patrick Mahomes comparisons, and he hasn't even stepped on an NFL field yet. Bro, look at um, somebody made a good point that I saw on on Twitter. Some some reporter 
it was Mac. Look at uh, Zach Wilson's year before this past season. I think it was like, I think it was like 18 touchdowns or something like that. 10 interceptions, which is mm-hmm. not like great, you know, from the end of, from the, from the college level. Those right. James right. Numbers. Yeah. Right. And you would say like, all right, if, if Justin Fields did that, he'd be killed for that. You know, his draft stock probably would have plummeted, mm-hmm. you know, if he put up those numbers, I think it's, we get, I think people get so lost into this. Oh, he had a really good season. So he must be a star quarterback. I mean, look at how they were fawning over him at his pro day making passes like oh my gosh like look at this great pass and somebody was like well sam Darnold made that pass in an actual nfl game literally last year with no <laughs> wide receivers with an nfl rush coming at him so nobody like who had zach wilson on their board last at the start of last season nobody who had mac jones nobody but yet somehow these guys are now can't miss prospects I what just, you can it, say it's, but, it's but i mean that's the thing about that's it is the, that's every year though it's all, it's every saying, year like, and every year it doesn't and we always and every year we always see that it's usually more often than not those guys don't pan out, and and it's true. I mean, I agree with you, but you got you also have a a, a couple one year one is that end up being in the league, and you know they actually look decent. Like I would argue that you know Joe Burrow obviously he tore his ACL, like but he was is definitely an exception to the rule. You know what I'm saying like Cam, say what you want about Cam Newton at this point in his career, but he really had that one Heisman worthy season. And at Auburn, but outside of that, he didn't do anything in Florida. His he was put at work community college, but that was community college. You know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. So I in in, in some situations where people be killing all three or four years that they're in college, it don't even end up mattering. Like you could look at Johnny Manziel for example. You could look at Tim Tebow for example. Both were first round draft picks, by the way. So I I don't know. Like you mean the baseball player Tim Tebow? Yeah. <laughs> New York Mets. Retired, uh, retired. retired baseball. Retired baseball. Retired famous famous triple. I give my life to God, Tim Tebow. <laughs> oh my God. Y'all are the worst. Hell yeah. Jesus freaked it. Nah, shit where he was at Top Golf with uh Pat McAfee. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus loves you. <laughs> I can't. I I don't think I can hang out with Tebow, bro. You don't look no, like I get what you're saying. I honestly think that um like, my gut is just telling me Fields. I, I'm not going to say the best because Lawrence, you know, I think he's going to be a good quarterback, but my gut is telling me that Fields is going to be the guy just because it's it's so much shades of Deshaun to me. So I'm hoping many. I'm hoping that Justin Fields ends up being the Tyrese Halliburton of this NFL draft. I really, I really... Underappreciated? Do. Yes. I, I just mean, think he's... I, hope, I don't want to, you know, label him as the Sean, but to me, the story draft. is very much of just. What you say? What you say, Jesse? Uh, I'd rather I, I him be the. Yeah. I'd rather him be the Lamelo than the than the Tyrese. Yes. I'd rather him be the Lamelo. <laughs> him get him, him him break his wrist midway through well, the season. I, outside of that, <laughs> like, like, no, I'm just fucking him smashing Tiana Trump. Right. Oh yeah, big. Oh yeah, big. Tr- that's that's the only about Trump that allegedly. allegedly. Yeah, that's that was a Facebook report. I gotta see. I gotta see. Bleach, <laughs> I gotta get the Bleacher Report notification on that. But um, no, I really do think that, that's my thing. I think Fields, like out of, you know, you know, him and Lawrence to me are the ones who are off the bat, you could be like, they can come in and start. Um, And I just think Fields, like he's shown, you know what I mean? Like I I trust him more than the other quarterbacks in this draft right now. I just, yeah. um, I could be very wrong. And that's the crapshoot of the draft, like you said. But like, to me, I feel better picking Fields um, if I need a starter day one, as mm-hmm. opposed to uh, the other quarterbacks outside of Lawrence. I mean, he's um, played. I mean, I just don't understand. Like, even I, you say what you want. Like, I I I ain't never watched a BYU football game this past season, especially with COVID and everything. You know what I'm saying, but Justin Fields, Ohio State was on every single week. 
You know what I'm saying? I seen mm-hmm. Ohio State beat Clemson in the in the in the semifinal of the college football playoff. You know what I'm saying? I've seen we him had that conversation about him outdueling him. Yes. So I, just I mean like him. yes, he he outplayed him. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. This whole notion of like somebody that we haven't even really seen that much versus somebody that we have seen, it's just like it doesn't make no sense. So I feel like I hope Justin Fields end up killing, but we'll, it, like Justin said, it's a crapshoot. We've seen people that's been good end up being ass, and people that's been mid end up being great. So yeah, I don't know. And that's my thing as well. Like if you're the 49ers, I can understand if Wilson is there. Um, taking the flyer and Zach Wilson because you still have a game managing starter for the next year or two. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But my thing is if you need a day one starter, I don't feel comfortable taking Wilson or Jones. I don't think Jones is worth a top 10 pick anyway. Um, but do they need one though? Is the, Oh do they no, need a, they don't need one because they still have grapple and you can just, that's do what a, I'm saying. They can, but those situation. are two people that you can stash and see what you got. I think you can um, stash all, uh, both. Wilson yeah, you can, you can, I mean, if you're at the position of the Niners, you know, but I think, Listen, I could see fucking Justin Fields coming in and taking that job, or Jimmy's always gets hurt. Jimmy gonna get hurt. Justin Fields getting that job and never giving it up. You know what I mean? I yeah, honestly think fact. that I I would rather. That's who I want the 49ers to pick. You know, we spoke about that uh, off camera last week. Um, that's you know, if the Jets don't pick him, that's who I would want the 49ers to pick up. I think it would be filthy. Um, you know, him with uh, Shanahan. But imagine, we're not, you know, crazy. we're not making these decisions. Right. Imagine if I told you going into this season that the top three quarterbacks that were going to be drafted outside of Trevor Lawrence was going to be Mac Jones and Zach Wilson. Oh, man, that would just be. Couldn't, yeah. that's, that's, that's the thing. It's like I saw yeah. a few BYU games. I saw them play against Houston earlier in the season. I saw them play against. What channel? Coastal. What channel? What channel have you seen these niggas play? Time out. Let me stop. That works. ESPN. <laughs> ESPN. Yeah, One of those okay. ESPN uh, Friday night you know, primetime games. Yeah, sure. Um, then I saw them play against Coastal Carolina uh, in the bowl game. Zach Wilson didn't look great in the Coastal Carolina game. You know, he looked pretty I, – I remember watching him against Houston. He looked good. But there was, like, watching him and watching him, there's nothing, like, he does that's, like, tremendously that great that I, you haven't seen any other college quarterback do at any point. I mean, you can find a Pac-12 game at 11 p.m., on a Saturday night and see these niggas throw for like 450, 500 yards doing the exact same thing, but nobody cares about them. Or or the big 12. That's a fact. Exactly. Right. But it's, you know, I I think whoever's going to have the most success in this draft, any quarterback is obviously going to come down to what team they're drafted to, how well they build around him. You know, will they give him an offensive line? Will they put weapons around him? Because you can't do it all by himself. Even like, like, look at just, Look at Justin Herbert, right? So, like, mm-hmm. me personally, I don't think it's unfair to say that that if the Jets, let's say, draft Zach Wilson, he should play at the same level as uh, or near Herbert. Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow before Joe Burrow got hurt, mm-hmm. right? Because now you're supposed to have decent – I'm not saying that Corey Davis is the same type of weapon as Keenan Allen, right? But right. he's a weapon, right? Yeah. Mims is a weapon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so – I think if, if he's this highly touted, he should be playing at that level. And look at that. Wilson was – Herbert was able to, I guess, overcome bad coaching in, you know, our boy. Why am I blanking on his name, though? That was my guy. Anthony but, Lynn. Anthony, yeah, Lynn. Anthony Lynn, right? Like, I guess that was bad coaching, but somehow Herbert still was able to chef. So, mm-hmm. Salah is supposed to be this, you know, 
good head coach. His, the offensive coordinator is supposed to be really good. I don't think it's unfair to say that with the pieces around him, he should be playing near that type of level. I don't think it's, I don't, I with, feel like that's, with that's the way they're talking about him. Exactly. With the way they're right. talking about him. Because they say they compare this man to Mahomes. And if you, you get compared to him, first off, as a Caucasian, getting paired to Mahomes? Shouldn't any, should, shouldn't, shouldn't anybody be getting paired, compared to Patrick Mahomes ever? But if that's the type of comparison that he's getting out of college, I mean, we, we got to see, I got to see him play. I've never seen him play, bro. Pro days that, don't count to me. You know I'm saying that's like, the problem, though. Like, because you see, they never, and, I, and we, we see this in the NBA draft all the time, right? They never compare dudes to non superstar players. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like you see, like, a dude drafted with like the 27th pick in the NBA draft. You're like, oh, yeah, he's got some shades of Jimmy Butler and Kawhi Leonard. Well, then why is he going 27th? Right. <laughs> same I thing mean, with, same yeah, thing yeah. with, uh, Man's is really Trevor Ariza. Exactly. So, like, same thing with Zach Wilson. If Zach Wilson is supposed to be the next Mahomes, right. why is Trevor Lawrence everybody's number one pick? That don't make no well, sense. Li- well, listen, you're not about to draft anybody at the NBA and be like, hey, like, he's very – he play- he plays very similar to Jared Dudley. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, hey, Jared Dudley been in the league for 13 legend? years. Hey, fuck it, you're right. That's Jared Dudley was a – he was a bucket out of Boston College, too. In the yeah, Pumas. Man. In the Pumas. Before it was cool. Before it was cool. <laughs> like, also, shoes used to look like slippers when he was playing. Like, there's a lot of players you in the league that you like, damn, that's a great role player. And then he finds a niche and he's in the league for like 10, 15 years. You yeah. know, Channing while, Frye. yeah. Like, if you're if you're compared to JJ Reddick, I feel like that'd be a great compliment or a Kyle Corver or a yeah. Joe Harris. Like, I think Kispert from Gonzaga is going to be like the next Joe Harris. Um, I don't, I don't see what the problem is. I, I think we got to get, get out of this whole notion of it comparing guys. Those to headlines don't sell to casuals, though. They do That's not. The right. thing. Yeah, right. Because, because uh, the casual basketball fan uh, in general, like, say, casual basketball fan from Minnesota, he might have heard of Joe Harris, but he pro- he probably never seen Joe Harris play, except when he played against the Timberwolves. You know what I'm saying it's just funny when like you got NFL actual like people on TV and scouts saying these things, and, like. Y'all know you're lying. To do it. Why yeah, are you guys right. doing this? <laughs> that, that, right. Hey, that's that, what it is. That They're check, on that, TV. That, they got to make TV. The only TV, dog. The only, the only non-casual fans. Greg Steisman. Is he going to get a... <laughs> oh, Greg <laughs> Steisman. Now make, that is a deep cut, my watch. friend. Right. The only non-casual basketball fans that know who Joe Harris is are Nets fans, obviously, and niggas who bet because the nigga Joe Harris is mad threes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, Joe, Joe Harris, except for recently, Joe Harris threes be a lot. Every time, so there you go, bro. Hey, I, I'm just look. It, the band aids finally ripped off. Jets are moving in a, a different direction. Just hoping mm-hmm. I'm not in the same place come 2024 when it's oh, who were the Jets drafting with the number two pick overall again? Like, oh yeah. man, I hope so too. It's but hey, nat- you guys are trending up. Cycle. You know what I mean? Yep. All you can do is just hope for the best and watch. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No expectations. Jeez. I'll put it to y'all at the end of the month. I'm sure we'll get more into it as we get closer. We're gonna yep. go back in and talk about who we actually want and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. I mean, listen, I already know who I want in the draft. Like I said, I tell Giants fans every day, I still want Jalen Waddle. I don't give a fuck. If I don't, I don't care if we sign Galladay. We still got Sterling Shepard, bro. We like I need Daniel Jones to have no excuse going into next year. But I ain't even want to talk about the Giants. That's just a that's just a here nor there comment. We'll say we'll save that for later. Yes, when we yes, get closer yes, to the draft. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> yes. Oh man. But speaking of uh bringing it back to uh, the Joe Harris comparisons, Corey Kispert's March Madness is over now, which is kind of sad. Um, that's one less thing to bet on. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even really bet on that shit to be honest. Really? Yeah, yeah. bro. I only, I only, I only bet in the, props, dog. I, I bet in the first round, and after um, I forgot who it was. I think it was Arkansas that fucked me. Then that that was it. See, it's but, all about the. Uh, it's all about the. See, I wasn't doing like parlays. I was doing just live betting. Oh, you mm-hmm. live betting. I was just doing oh, yeah, the, the live. The live betting was 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 hitting. But um, honestly, I, I enjoyed this for you know it was nice because we were robbed of one uh, March Madness last year, so it was nice mm-hmm. having it back. You know, yeah. it would have been better. Championship if, game was weak. It was. It was very disappointing. I wasn't yeah. surprised that Baylor won, but yeah, I was summary of the championship won. game: Baylor punched Gonzaga in the mouth. They never fully recovered. Never. Yep. Because like it was because Gonzaga actually was did, played pretty well in the second half. Mm-hmm. It was just they, yeah, they never just couldn't defend. Could never overcome that like nineteen point deficit in the first half. But shout out to yeah, Baylor. I though. think the closest they got it was nine. Yep. Yeah, they got to nine. Yeah, you thought the way they finished this the first half, they were going to come out, and they still came nope. out flat. Still came and out flat. They couldn't play defense. Nope. And Baylor, Baylor was making those Baylor shots. Came to hoop, man. Yep. They came to hoop. They came to hoop. Baylor's first. Kidding three is like crazy. First championship. First, yeah, Baylor's first national championship. Good for them, bro. Yep. Baylor Bears. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he they took got... over. They showed the video. He took over in 2003. Yep. And in 2003, said he's like, I'm not here just to make the the March match. He's like, I'm not here to make the tournament. I'm here to win games. I'm gonna keep it real. I'm surprised he lasted 18 years. It's kind of yeah, rare that you see. They said he won 11 games in his first three years combined. It's kind of rare you see somebody from a, a Power Five. I mean, I know Baylor's not necessarily known for for basketball, but it's kind of rare yeah. you see somebody from a Power Five school last 18 years and not make it to even. I mean, they didn't even make it to the Final Four. I mean, maybe because the basketball wasn't selling selling bread. It's just kind of like, all right, whatever. The basketball team just fly into the radar. Yeah, yeah I mean, I the saw, women's team was the women's team was been like their Baylor best. decided yeah, to, to women's teams, teams playing exactly. basketball and get washed playing football. Mm-hmm. We're just Sean Oakman. I mean, it's rare you find a school that's good at both. That, at basketball and football. Yep. Yeah, outside of like big, outside of like SEC. I want to say like FSU. But not really because their football team has been kind of trash lately. Really. Nobody's really consistent. Florida. Florida, I would say, is probably in the past, like in yeah, our lifetime. Both ends. Yeah, no, in our say, lifetime, Florida's probably been the most successful yeah, yeah. two yeah, sports. Florida, yeah, because Florida won national championships in both. Yep. Yeah, I think I don't I don't think there's and I'm trying and I'm really sitting here trying to think about it. Like I don't think that there's any any school that's one that's one both because Kentucky Duke definitely not. UConn definitely not. Baylor, no. no. North Carolina, Florida. they've been trying to make that football. Team. I mean, their football team's been improving, North Carolina. Yeah, it definitely has been improving, but they're not there yet. Right. Uh, Michigan, no, not no. with their football. Not Michigan State. Michigan State be having decent, like, solid teams on both ends. Yeah. Solid, but never, like, up there. Like, yeah. Michigan, State goes- football, Michigan State football always be around, like, 500 or, like, a game yeah. above 500 every year. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah, bro. They need Draymond back. That's yeah, they need the football team. They, they need Draymond back. <laughs> hey, Amen. That's tough. But but no, I I, I really enjoyed it. I thought yeah. I think it's kind of sucks though that because Suggs's shot kind of just will be forgotten mm-hmm. in the annals of history. Yeah, because when you don't win, it's all right. It'll you know they'll 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 it'll be on his highlight. They'll show thing. it every March Madness. No, no, yeah, they will. Year. I mean, it's, it's in the March Madness vault. But like, yeah, you know, you you think about Man's it. Team, and what did it and, mean? And that shot was crazy. Shout out to UCLA, man, because I, I really do feel like the, the most unique thing about March Madness is that with NBA, you don't really see parity like that. You know what I'm saying? You don't really see teams that are like underdogs like that get to that point. Usually the best team 
ends up playing the best team, if not like, you know, some little bullshit that happens. But for the most part, the best teams are always in it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But in this case, yeah, Baylor won there or one seed. But that for me, it's like, yo, UCLA making it to the final four as an 11 seed, the first four. That's tough. That's 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 incredibly impressive. And even though they went out incredibly sad, and if that's your, that, their last college college basketball game, that sucks for them. But wow, like that's an they got nothing to be ashamed of because they weren't even supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you see, with the was it Oral Roberts got to the Sweet Sixteen as a fifteen seed, and they almost second. and they and they almost almost. Got to the I thought that three was going in. Oh my I gosh, that shit was cash. But I mean, yeah, it's. I think college allows for the parity because in the NBA, you know, you have seven game series. Yeah, it's kind of it's, 40 fucking teams. Yeah. It's, it's hard to, it's hard to win. You have to win 16 games in the playoffs to win an NBA championship. You only have to win six in the NCAA March Madness, right? Survive in advance. Survive in advance. You can just have four or five really good games and look at that. You're in the national championship. Um, yeah, so shout out to Dan um, from Adidas, our old manager. But that's what he was a huge football fan, and he still bringing this up. Where it's like, "Yo, you don't watch basketball playoffs?" And he was like, "No," because he was like, "What is it like? It's not as fun when it's a seven game series. Like, it's just who is the best team that day, and it's anyone's game for that one day. So that's that's like like you're saying, it, it adds to the parity of it, allows for things like that to happen. Where it's like, usually unless someone gets hurt or a team just completely shits the bed, it's hard. It's hard to win a seven game series, and it's hard for the the like worst team to really have a chance in it they might yeah. steal a game or two that's why it's like we talk about it, like gentleman sweeps where it's like yeah this team doesn't really have a chance at winning but they have a star or they can really pull it together for one day mm-hmm. and that one day will just stop them from getting swept you know right yeah that's why you see it in uh like the con- like that's why i like the conference tournaments a lot mm-hmm. because there's a lot of teams that are you see like an under 500 team just happen to have three really good games and they win their con, they, they steal a bid from somebody, you know? Right. And it's, you got like this 11 and like 24 team in the NCAA tournament having no business being there, but they were <laughs> just the best team throughout their conference, you know? Best team for that month. Exactly. And that's all you got to be. So and do you think so it's, well. do you think it's hard? You think, all right, how about, here's, here's this question. Do you think it's harder to win an NBA championship or an NCAA championship? Ooh, oh, all right. NBA. I don't know, bro. I think NCAA. I got. I gotta say, it's it's harder to win NCAA because there's so much that's stacked against you. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. one, like, either, despite the fact that you're of your record, you're not in control of what seed you are, unless you're like the best of the best. Like, if you're one of the best four teams, all right, you're gonna be a one seed. But outside of that, it's kind of tough. And the thing about it is that yo, you gotta like, you can lose at any point, and that's it. That's the season. You know what I'm saying the thing about the NBA, and I mean, obviously, if you're an eight through probably like that's my thing, unless you're a top four team in the NBA, you're probably gonna yeah. lose, yeah. But uh, but that's what I'm saying. It's you got like four that. chances, you got four chances to to to, to beat somebody. You only got, you got one, you also got four you chances only... to get smoked every game, but you yeah, still I mean, got a chance. But that's the beauty of it, you still got another game after, unless it's like game three, you right. always got another yeah. game. No, it's all, and, and even though no one, no team has ever come down for being down 3-0, I'm sure I would still rather take that than what's it call it? Like I'm down by 10 in with two minutes left in a elimination game. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like I get that. Every game, every game is an elimination game. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah, so like when you see teams like the the old Villanova team that that won against the um what's it called against Georgetown like in a, a while ago, you know what I'm saying? Well, you got fucking NC State, that one with Jim Valvano all of those years ago, you know what I'm saying? Y'all seen the surviving events 30 for 30. Like, 
it, it's tough. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, to really get there. Like, yo, imagine getting upset like that by a team that don't even deserve to be there. Like, that shit could only happen in college. Bro, yeah, imagine getting, like, Abilene Christian. Like, you know how sick I'd be <laughs> if I was Texas and I got upset by Abilene Christian? Right. You know <laughs> Bro, Florida Gulf Coast before that one year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that year mm-hmm. where they just started beating motherfuckers. City, like, Who baby. the fuck are you? Yeah. Where is That's Florida Gulf Coast at? Like, yeah. March Madness. The whole state is, is coast. What's happening? <laughs> The March Madness and listen, bro. That's why I'm saying like that's that's why they had to have that shit this year. Like I'm telling you, there's people that's going to Oral Roberts University next year just because they saw yep. them play on TV. Yo, literally, that happened with Florida Gulf Coast. After that, consistent bids, people started wanting to go. And Wichita helps. State with Shaka Smart. Think about how he built up that program. Nah, Shaka was with VCU. I mean VCU. Sorry, yeah. my bad. But Wichita was uh, Wichita State was um, Greg, it was well, Greg Marshall. Greg Marshall. Yeah. And then yep, look yep. at that. It, it propelled Wichita State out of the Missouri Valley Conference into the a more respected yep. American conference. Mm-hmm. You know, and like even like a school for Oral Roberts, right? Small ass school. Every game they win in the tournament is like, I think it's like a million or something dollars to the towards their budget. I mean, that helps with not only just the basketball program, but admissions and all the other sports. Yeah. Like, Shit. Cause what to get to the Sweet 16, what you won two games? Two games, yeah. Shit, two million dollars for a small school. That's a lot. I mean, not like not like Kansas or anything like that. And crazy enough, fucking and and I don't know, and just tr- quick transition. Like, I don't understand like the point of giving niggas lifetime contracts, bro. Like, what is up with that? I I don't get it. Like, and I and I get it. Like, all right, bro, like you know what? You won, you won, you got two. What if got they do it because they think that motherfucker's gonna die soon? Bill Self not gonna die though. <laughs> Yeah, John. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I mean, it what makes sense if you, you maybe give to like Roy you Williams. You see you at the cafeteria. Right. You're not really eating the healthiest. You don't take care of yourself. You, you're studying film right. for so long. You don't sleep well. Right. You know, you're, you're putting your all into this. We don't know how right. much, how much longer you got, but we want to make sure we got you for as long as you got. And with Roy Williams retiring and Bill Self getting a lifetime contract, this is the most college basketball we've ever spoken on this po- podcast. Congratulations, you guys. I wish I could press the clap button right, right? now. Yep. <laughs> Hi, not, Nino. Nice <laughs> yo. say Nino. Like, it's not Japanese. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, Consuelita. Niggas, <laughs> niggas, niggas started wilding. But yeah, man. Will Williams had a good career. All y'all UNC fans is sick. I don't really give a fuck about y'all. Um, but yeah, you know, end of the era for, for UNC basketball. Um, Bill Self got a lifetime contract. All right, you're not LeBron, nigga, but fuck it, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a respect. Or thing Coach Cal, because Cal has yeah. one. Well, yeah, Coach Cal, but, you know, think about the Nick. Well, I mean, I guess they both put a lot of niggas in the league, but think about who Co- – Coach Cal put too many niggas in the league, bro. That's him. He got yeah, – I mean, yeah. I would say that uh, Roy, Roy's put more. Roy, well, I mean, Roy's just been coaching longer. but yeah. He's been coaching 33 years, so, I mean, you know, because of what he put – Vince Carter, yeah, he, uh, he was there with Vince Carter. Like, yeah, he was yeah. there with Vince Carter. So, yeah, I know he was like, and he was on the coaching staff when Jordan was there. Mm-hmm. So yep. he was an assi- assistant coach, but you know that was Dean Smith's team. But yeah, can you believe it? I think this is the only like the six. Oh, and Hubert Davis ended up getting the job. So shout out to him. Mm-hmm. Nets legend. Um, yep. Yep. But this is like, I think this is like their sixth coach since like the since like nineteen fifty or something like that. Like, it's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> crazy my team my teams could never my school my school was on its uh actually no temple's done pretty well because out after well, i mean think about the, this only well since john cheney is only the second coach you know what i'm saying because it was john cheney john john cheney, cheney Dumpty, um, and, oh uh, yeah mckee yeah since uh the 80s mm-hmm. yeah this is the third coach since the 80s so that's not bad I mean, we just gotta you know, win, you know. we just gotta win, <laughs> we just gotta win. <laughs> somebody somebody will build the program back up 
But yeah. It'll probably be oh, me yeah. in like 15 years. Don't oh, worry. Facts. <laughs> writing the success of the podcast. Right. Yeah. That's that's who's gonna be that's who's gonna be broadcasting the game just there until we spot. Right. Oh boy, but we don't get we don't get a logo on on uh, in, in Leo Chorus. Imagine. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> right, we right, right. We gotta get a banger a banner hung up. As we're oh, gonna man. we're gonna partner with uh what is it uh the fanatic. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. All oh, the so the, so the center is just gonna be like his face, just the mag the, the fucking green with nose. No, we need we need fucking gritty. Oh yeah. Oh gosh. Gritty. <laughs> Oh Please. man, oh. it's actually very funny that we're talking about ex players on 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 certain teams because now now really trans, now now we get into the real nitty gritty because former Jayhawk Kansas Jayhawk Paul Pierce, <laughs> Nets legend Paul Pierce, <laughs> Nets legend Paul oh, you Pierce, mean Cl- Clippers icon Paul Pierce, <laughs> Washington Wizards, <laughs> ring my of man, fame, my man's Paul Pierce is going through the greatest midlife crisis of all time. <laughs> And let me tell let me tell y'all why, yo. And this is why I need Funk Flex. That's why this is why I need Charlemagne to drop a flex bomb for me because, yo, this man Paul Pierce is outside doing yeah, he food. Wild, at, nah, he doing, is in, he bringing the, the bitches to the crib. <laughs> he inside, boy. No, 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 bro. He's missed the bitches for sure, bro. <laughs> and the fact that I, for one, I don't even think he cares that he lost his job with ESPN. No, he doesn't. Bro. I feel no, like he knew no. it was on the way out. That's the only reason. Because my thing is, people who work for ESPN, it's the mouse, bro. It's Disney. Yeah. Shit is strict. Like, I listened to uh, Amin Al-Hassan talk about mouse. it. That's a fact. Bullshit. It is the mouse. It's the mouse, bro. I listened to Amin talk about it on a couple podcasts. And now that he left to go with Lebazard, he's like, I have so much freedom. You know what I mean? And that mm-hmm. that's what it comes down to. Like, listening to him on other podcasts going, like, I listen to him on Flagrant, and they'll, like, they go, oh, like, they be dragging it sometimes, but it's right. hilarious, and they make jokes, and he'll literally be like, can't participate in the jokes because the mouse. Um, <laughs> so my thing is, if you're Paul Pierce, I feel like he had to know something was going on. I don't see him just, or he was just that lit. It's one of two things. I think he was but like, I feel lit. like when you work for I the think, mouse, you yeah, gotta bro. know, bro. I don't think Paul Pierce, that nigga from Compton, bro, I don't think he cared, bro. I really don't. Cause the way that he was just out, out there walling, bro. Oh nah, there's no way. All for 315 fo- <laughs> viewers. <too. laughs> wow. Threw it away for 315. Like I can't oh believe God. he. Like you know damn well he knows to have the was the, the private story or whatever the private live. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. damn well he knows how that function works. Me personally, I don't because I'm not on Instagram like that. But I know he does. Nah, this man was out here wild. He looked like he was he he was having a good time though. So. Yeah, yeah, I mean, shit. It's not like to be honest. It's not like he really had to worry about money, unless he, you know, was Alan Iverson to the shit. But right, right. I mean, he yeah. wasn't doing it. It's not like he was doing anything that egregious. Like, bro, he just had the bitches in the crib. <laughs> he just had bitches in the crib. They could been. It could have been, been a, if it was a pool party, right? If niggas was out there in swimsuits in a pool, it'd probably be okay. But was it? But it was. <laughs> but it wasn't. But it, it was, was very clear what those girls' intentions were. It was an empty swimming pool. <laughs> it was indoors. It was dry, and they was rubbing on his ugly ass head. It was. It true. was all the old heads growing their hair out and shit. Now, like you see, like fucking Chris. I mean, well, Chris Webber. Chris nah, Webber was I the see, first one, and he not. Chris, Webber, Chris, 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 he's not. He's not. He's not that old, but he got it. Fucking now, Stephen A. Growing his shit out. Fucking Eric. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody got the got hair now. I just want to know, Stephen like, the white on this shit out. I'm gonna say, you guys <laughs> like Harden. Harden shit uh, looks terrible, bro. You see, you see David Fisdale. Oh my god, it's terrible. No, funny. did you see Shaka? Look, even Shaka Smart on Texas. I thought this nigga was bald his whole his whole life. He was like, I, nah, he, I just was shaving my head. He has a full head of hair. 
Oh wow, I gotta look at this. My man really Adrian Reverse. Now you think you think them joints on Paul Pierce's IG like off the camera they was washing his head? It probably was. Ain't he married? Ain't Paul Pierce married? He gotta be That's married, right? I, I have don't no think idea. So. Yeah, he has a kid. I, I know feel he like has he's kids. divorced. Yeah, I Maybe. think he might be because I know he oh, has kids. But it makes sense. Hence the midlife crisis. <laughs> Well, shout out, shout out, shout out, Paul Pierce. You the real playoff P now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you 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 got it solidified. You know what I'm saying? You no longer, John, is he still on your on your on your um your wall of shame? Um, as a basketball player, yes. Uh um, as a person, he's moving, you know, he's moving away from it. All right, that's valid. You know what I'm saying? He seemed like he a real nigga, bro. Oh, he's married, bro. Oh no. Yeah. Oh he is? Oh yeah, he married. <laughs> oh damn, we don't man. I thought black men ain't cheap. What happened? He not black. He know he he no black. He no, he no black. <laughs> he no black. Oh man, wait, is this wait, is his wife fire at least? He's Paul Pierce He's with right. the uh with the accent on the eye. <laughs> with the eye. Oh, they've been married since twenty ten. Damn, my man's been married for eleven years, bro. They met they met in <laughs> they uh wow. They reportedly met at the 2005 All-Star Weekend and oh, began no. dating afterwards. She oh, reportedly no. dated Larry Hughes before meeting her future husband. Oh, so she's, she's an interior ball. designer. So she's a ball oh, hog. I see. All-Star <laughs> Weekend, dog. All-Star uh-huh. Weekend. You met your wife at All-Star Weekend? Yeesh. That's wild. Stop. Okay. Oh, you met. Na- yeah. oh, oh, Justin, that ain't right. That ain't right. That ain't right. What? <laughs> I- hey, man, look, we all know what happens at All-Star Weekend. Man, that's somebody's wife, man. <laughs> Not mine. Couldn't <laughs> happen to me, though. <laughs> right? Hell no. I would swear to God, if I heard some little niggas talking about my my fucking wife being a fucking ball hog, yo, I swear to God I wouldn't do shit. Because I got mad it's money. that or, or the wife smell like honey <laughs> Cheerios, so pick. <laughs> Damn, where are these buttons when I need Thanks, them, boy. son? Oh, my God. Well, oh, man. Wait. All right. Switching gears again, but keeping it with the Kansas person, right? Heard. A, a thought just popped into my head Talk regarding the MVP. So James Harden is going to be out for the next few uh, games with a uh, hamstring strain, right? Yes. And Joel Embiid missed about, what is that, a month or so Yeah. with, uh, with, with an injury. So my yeah. question is basically, like, how much should injuries play or shouldn't play into factoring who's an Oof. MVP? Like and oh, at wow. what point do injuries, bro? You know, I, this I is such a, a tough question, John. You you tackle it, it first, bro. <laughs> I no, think it is. No, it is. Well, yeah. Go ahead. How much games they miss? Hmm. That's the first and foremost. Like it's and um, we always talk about that anyway because we have to worry about qualifying for the awards and stuff like that and for certain hmm. stats and whatnot. So to me, it's mm-hmm. how many games, how well does the team do without them? Those are like the two biggest things for me. Right. Because if you're out for, let's say, three weeks, right? Two, three weeks, you know, depending on how many games you go in, you might have a lot of back-to-backs in the time. You know, it varies. But if you're out for two to three weeks, your team only, uh, like, and is playing, let's say, an average competitive level schedule. You know what I mean? Um, And your team only loses one or two games. You know, to me, this is always my argument where it's like Shaq and Charles talk about it of um, is it the best player or is it the best player in the best team? How much team is it? Is it, is it an individual award? 
Um, Cause to me, like, you know, you got team success is a part of it, but it's also why if that motherfucker's off the team, how well is the team going to do without him? That's really my thing. I think you got to be a top five seed. And my thing is, if you're not on the team, how well will the team do without you? So I think that if you're out for a long period of time and your team is still cooking, that goes into the organization. You homie can win, you know, executive of the year or whatever, coach of the year. Right. But if you miss a lot of time, I think you should be out of the MVP race. If everyone misses a lot of time, that's different. And that's and that's kind of what I'm happy you said that because that's basically what my argument is, is that like this year is so unique because the people that you would think that it would be MVP outside of James Harden, who I personally feel like is MVP, but he's about to miss time, you know. But before that, I thought the, the clear front runner has been Joel Embiid. You know what I'm saying? Because based on the way he was playing, the Sixers was the one seed at the time. I think they still are the one seed. Yep. Um, oh, the Nets are the one seed? Fuck them. Um, <laughs> but they were the one seed at the time. The team was playing really good basketball. Still kind of is, not really as much. But, you know, he was playing at a, at a career level. You know what I'm saying? LeBron, also another MVP candidate, I felt like at the time. But then he got hurt, and the Lakers started losing some games, but they're still kind of afloat. But, you know what I'm saying? And now Harden, I'm saying, like, Harden is probably, like, not the most recent example. He's about to miss time or however long with his hamstring injury. And the reason why I say that James Harden should be the MVP is it's simple. He's been playing better basketball than everybody else, mm-hmm. and without him, the Nets probably wouldn't be as good as they are. Like, you think – you look at where the Nets were at the time that him, Katie, and Kyrie were, were – were had started playing together they were at what justin they were a six or a seven seed yep like a game, like two games over 500 mm-hmm. right and it's with the help of james james's triple doubles his great assist numbers and his overall efficiency is why i feel like to me he should be the mvp but injuries definitely do ha- do unfortunately it plays a role in it but you know what i'm saying like as a caveat to what john is saying it's like all right so like hypothetically right can we say that LeBron isn't the MVP when they were the they were little they're probably the best team in the West and then they lost mad games after the fact? You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like damn, you remove that from the team and you know what do you what do you, what is really the conversation? Who's most valuable versus the best player on the team on the best team? But this is such a unique year because I I, I really do feel like I don't know who's gonna win MVP. Like this time last year, we was probably saying well that this time last year we were in the middle of a pandemic, so we probably wasn't even we was probably talking about the last dance, but. This time last year, without the without the pandemic, we was definitely saying it was Giannis. You know what I'm saying? Like, two years ago, we were saying, like, by now it's Giannis. But at least by this point in the year, you know it's the best player on the best team. You know what I'm saying? But this year, I don't know. Yeah. I, it's uh, it's interesting because I would say even with – I would say with the Lakers, I think it was – I think LeBron lost a little bit of his MVP race, or at least his claim, when Anthony Davis went down and the team mm-hmm. took a dip. Yep. Because then LeBron wasn't able to carry as much, you know, he, you know, they still, I think won like maybe one or two games, but you could tell it wasn't the same Lakers team. He wasn't able to keep them as a flow. And then he goes down and not, you know, everything bottoms out right. um, with Joel Embiid. I, I also thought he was the clear cut favorite before he got hurt. And then, you know, the team actually was able to stay afloat. I was, it's actually the, very the impressive. Sixers I, don't are built well. I don't think it's talked enough about how the Sixers were able to sur- stay atop the East with as long as Joel Embiid was out, you know, and even Andy Ben Green Simmons was out. How to play basketball. That's a ben Simmons was even out for a little bit too, but yeah. Tobias Harris, Seth Curry, 
you know, all those guys, you know, that team is like John said, is, is built pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. I think now it's just going to come down between Dame and Jokic um, just because of, I mean, I, I, I'd say Luka, depending on when they're where the maps finish. I don't like, we're not talking is. about Ted from Shits Creek. All right. Um, <laughs> I'd also have to say Giannis just throwing as a dark horse three. Um, I mean, I mean, I, the Bucks have been playing a lot better basketball. Back. Give me Donovan Mitchell over Giannis. Mm, uh, I mean, I, I see because he, I mean, he's the, he is the yeah. best player on the best team, but his numbers That's aren't. Argument every year. No, no, it is. No, it, it is. But I would say like Giannis's numbers are better, significantly better. Yes, yeah. um, and it's more. And Utah success is more of a team oriented success. Like if you took why, Donovan yeah. Mitchell off of the the Jazz, they can still blow out a team by. by if you take by, Donovan Mitchell off the Jazz, they're a one seed. No, they're not a one seed, but I'm saying right, the team then. could still stay afloat and, and still be competitive. They could. Yeah, I think, be, I think it's the same. I, I honestly think it's the same effect. I think if you take Donovan Mitchell off the Jazz, they're a bottom three seed. I think if you take Giannis off the Jazz, I mean off the um, the you take Giannis off the Bucks, they're they're lower than they. I think they're probably like seven right now. I don't. I don't. Cause I just don't no, trust. No, 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 I just don't right trust. Now, are, I just checked. I have it up right now. Mm-hmm. You're saying if, if we were to take them off for the season or just during the t- games that they no, play? my thing is the Bucks are in third place right now. Yes, yep. and I think the Bucks have a great fucking roster. And yes. if you take Giannis off the Bucks, I still think they're. I think it's basically to the same effect. I think they're a bottom three team in the East. Yeah, yeah, and I but think you, that's the but, same yeah. thing with John with Donovan Mitchell off the Jazz. Mm, yeah. I don't know. I don't think that not. I don't think they're bottom three in the West. Not bottom, you saying bottom three. like you saying six through bottom three, three or bottom playoff, three. Playoff, playoff. Okay. Oh, bottom, bottom, three oh bottom three, bottom three playoffs. I st- I mean, I'd say they would probably be a four. I'd say they'd probably be within four in the six range if there was no Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. So without but Donovan I, I guess, Mitchell, yeah. you think they're better than the Lakers and Portland? Well, not the well, I mean in a no, in a health in a healthy league, probably not. In a healthy Okay, yeah. so then you think they're better than Phoenix or the Clippers? Or the Nuggets without Donovan Mitchell? Come on! Now, you, you mean you mean you mean play you mean play without Donovan Mitchell? Playing? They're not better than the Mavericks. Mm, no, definitely not. And the Mavericks are the eighth seed. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, I could see maybe. I don't know. It's very it's, it's 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 hard with the Jazz. Listen, Giannis so is out of the conversation this reason, and it should stay that way. <laughs> um. Also, I I looked up. Uh, how many games do you think those top three guys have played? Who? The top three guys. So, right now, You're talking about like Jokic, Jokic. No, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I didn't do Jokic because he hasn't really been out that long with injury. So I did the people who have been out. So LeBron, um, Harden's about to go out, and Embiid. You well, did they combined? No, no, no. How many games do you think they played this season? Uh, Harden's played over. I know Harden's played over thirty-five. Harden's around played the around. most at 42. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. LeBron's played 41. I'd say Embiid's at 30. 32. All right. That's a that's a gap. That's that is compared to yeah. like what Jokic and Dame at like probably what near 50. Exactly. And then my other thing is um with that, how many games does Harden miss? Because I think I like I, I I'm with you on Harden to me being like the MVP in that sense. Um and then now how many games will he miss? Because I think him having the most out of those players that have been hurt mm-hmm. um, definitely goes into it. And then it's like, if there's 30 games left in the season, he misses half of those. Mm-hmm. How much does that hurt his stock? 
it does it just that's just the way that's just the way that it works you know what i'm saying yeah. and that's kind of like what i'm trying to say is that because injuries is playing such a critical role in everything this year it's it is so hard it, like the the mvp is not probably who we would have expected it to have been going into the season mm-hmm. like also Jokic hasn't been putting up the best numbers for a decent amount of time now you say he has not or has been his he's been doing Jokic things but the box score isn't reflecting it as much. So my thing is, if you're going to go based on how well just he's playing, they need to be a higher seed to continue that argument, in my opinion. Well, see, I think the yeah, argument for I think the argument for Jokic, I think everybody has, is because of his win share. I think it's his mm-hmm. win share is so yeah. high or so much yeah. that so much. Well, my thing is, you still got to be a top. You still got to be a higher seed than that. No, I think so. I think especially if he continues this, like they're winning games, but. It's 17 points, 14 points, 21 points, 16 points. The last um, four games. Yeah, what's his, what's what, his overall, what, what, what's his what's overall average? average? Uh, he's averaging 26 right now. 26 uh, what? Which is fine, but my thing is points, it depends on how probably. you finish the season at this point for him. You know, what's the what's the entire stat line? Like 26, what and what? Uh, 26, 11, and I'll call it eight and a half. So it's basically like, what I mean, That's so there are lesser numbers than, yeah, it than, is. than Harden. Because Harden's basically what I'm pretty sure less. Harden points, is but 25, eight, and eleven. 25, eight, so basically around the same, give or yeah, take. Yeah, but that's just. That, but I think John said it maybe either last week or maybe even like a, or two weeks ago that like this. What we've seen out of James Harden is not really like anything atypical from James Harden. Like this is literally like what we would expect out of James Harden, regardless. Maybe not. Maybe not 25. Maybe like 30 something because that's what he's yeah. been averaging Honestly. the past few years, but. He don't have to score that much when you have Joe Harris, Jeff Green, br- the best center in the league, Bruce Brown, freaking all, all these other niggas. Kyrie when that, he feels like coming. Yeah, shit, Kyrie had 40-something last night. Yeah, 40. He had 40 on his dolo. James played last night four games left within the first. Kyrie was like, all right, guess I got to do it to him. Yep. <laughs> He's all right. <laughs> He's like, all right, fine. I'll do it myself. <laughs> right. nah, but, but that's the thing. Like done right. But like it was Miles is saying, like that's what James Harden is usually doing. But I would say mm-hmm. that's the same outside of maybe twenty six points a game. This is pretty much what Jokic does. No, no, I agree. But my thing is like, if he, let's say he averages twenty two points the rest of the season, they still win games. If they don't get to a top three seed, that hurts his MVP case. So what do you? So if 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 it, if that hurts their case, right? What could? I guess the only other person closest would be Dame, right? So what would Dame have to do to support, you know, surpass? They would have to, Dame got to get to the standings, right? He got to get to at least a five seed. What, what's the what's the what's the what's Portland at right now? Six. They're or seven? at six. Denver's at four, but they're only a game back from four. Oh well. So basically, honestly, this I, this race is coming down to who who finishes, whose team. Finishes. I literally think it's got to be because of all the injuries. It's got to be top five, top do five seeding, and then from there you go to the um to individual stats because my thing is let's say i doubt it'll happen but let's say the nuggets finish three um portland finishes four or four and five right dame not only did they have to move further up the standings he had to deal with way more injuries than the nuggets had to deal with yep so i think that's way more impressive to me and he's going to be averaging a higher score in total he's not obviously not gonna have the rebounds and shit but for what he had to do to keep the team afloat um, bringing it all the way up the standings. I think one, you know, you might get a, a coach of the year for that, even though it's got to go to the Suns this year. Um, it goes, no, they'll get executive. Anyway, um, it, to me, that was the tips. 
Yeah, that, to me, that weighs more. Um, you know, I like what you said about the, you know, earlier with the uh, whole, you know, you got to judge how a team plays, you know, with that guy out. But I think mm-hmm. it's kind of a slippery slope too sometimes because like, let's say a guy is out for two weeks, right? Yep. But they just happen to play a whole bunch of scrub teams. Like That's what I said. That's why I, I yeah. put in an average level competitive schedule. Yeah. Right now, the map schedule is not competitive. Like I said, I think a week or two ago, it's they have seven, um, only seven teams that they play were at 500 or above. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, does Luka have a case for MVP? Only if they finish top five. That's it. And that's because we were we started out nine and 13. So. Bums. Now, I feel like this is always a possibility, but it never really happens because it's, a, it's usually a clear-cut favorite for MVP and then everybody else to follow. Yeah. Is it possible this year that we see co-MVPs? No. 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 I don't if think we didn't get ever. one for, like, Harden and shit, yeah. we're not I don't think win. we'll ever see it. I don't think – you don't think we'll ever see it? I feel like if we were to – this may be the closest year that we come to seeing it, though, because you know how it's always, like, first place, second place, third place votes and shit? Like, I feel – this like – I, I don't know, bro. I don't feel like, even though I think Harden is the MVP, and I've been saying this since, like, before this became an ESPN conversation, I feel like now, I don't know. Like, this is, oh. Um, I'm here, I'm here. Okay. I, yeah, I feel like now, like, it's too close of a conversation between Jokic and all of the rest of these guys. You know what I'm saying? What if Embiid come back still hooping, you know what I'm saying, versus, like, the rest of these dudes? I don't know. It's it's tough. It's, it becomes tough for me, but I, it is it is a uh, highly unlikely. But I don't know. I think it it'll be close in terms of whoever wins. Um, hey, but I say we I say we scrap MVP and just award. Uh, let's just award just first, second, and third teams. How about that? Scrap the scrap the award. There is no every everybody just gets mattering. participation. Yeah, we're all lives mattering. This thing. Oh, we are. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh boy. Nice. Can we get a, Can we get an honorable fourth team too? Oh yeah, yeah. We'll add yeah. instead of in lieu yeah. of the MVP, we'll get an honorable fourth team. Right. Yeah, um, we're gonna get a fucking honorable end of the bench team. Nice. Yeah, right. buddy. Look who's the best right. celebrations. Right. Who's the best? Who's the best team? Bench squad. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm nominating. I'm nominating Bruce Brown. That is my. That is that is Not my best. That is, dude, Joe, that award's going strictly to Theo Pinson every single year. <laughs> <laughs> the goat. But and Jared nah. Dudley and Jared Dudley and Jared Dudley. You know what I thought of though? Jokic's numbers actually probably will go down just because of he's going to have a lot less to do with the. I I don't know how much of the Nuggets you've seen now with Aaron Gordon, but no, Aaron, Aaron Gordon's going to play a significant role in that offense, and that's a lot less that Jokic is going to have to do at yeah. least scoring wise. So, yeah, that's why I expect. I mean, his assist numbers are pretty crazy already, but I feel like that's going to be the most consistent. If something might have an increase, but I think his scoring is going to go down. And same thing with Harden scoring. Harden, we knew Harden scoring was going to go down especially now that he's actually able to play the point again. Yep. But um, still incredibly just, productive despite of that. That's, oh, absolutely. That's, that's, that's the craziest like, part. Yeah, I know it's irrelevant, but I'm just throwing, throwing a sidebar in there. Bro, the fact that they could have three people average 50, 40, and 90 is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, that's just, that's just insane. That's my it's thing. Like, I, I think it's funny that we're not talking about M- any MVPs from the Suns, but I think that's more of a team thing. You know what I mean? Well, and also the team individual numbers aren't jumping out as crazy. Once again, bro. That's but that's the same. That's where it goes down to like with the Jazz. Like that's that's why I don't consider. That's why I just don't have Mitchell high up on my list because it's just like it's very team oriented. My thing is that to me the Jazz have been more dominant as a team. I know the records are similar, but for all the stretches that they've gone on, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. No, it's very impressive. I mean, what like multiple ten, like eight plus nine plus game winning streaks? Yeah, we just stopped them. 
congratulations. Two starters without Porzingis and two starters scoring zero points. We beat him by thirty. We beat him by thirty-four without without Harden or KD. Congratulations. All, all, all three of our teams beat the Jazz this This, this, is, this, true. this is yep. true. Is this your King yep. NBA? <laughs> Saratoga Sports and otherwise. That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. We was down in the fourth quarter against them and we came back with Austin Rivers. That's all I gotta say on that though. <laughs> this is when we thought <laughs> Austin, Austin Rivers. <laughs> this is this is when Austin Rivers was a Nick for two games. You know what I'm saying? Damn, but, it's really crazy. It's been it feels like it's been a long season, but not a long season. This nigga was really the right. best player for a little bit. He was for 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 two for two weeks. Then he got hurt, and that was it. Yo, it's so yo, it's, yo the association is so crazy. Not even association, but just professional sports. Like you really could be here today and going the fuck tomorrow. Like anything can happen. Wait, speaking of tough. professional sports, did y'all see the uh, Brandon Marshall clip from More Than an Athlete? No, he said. I feel about, like I was hearing about it when he was talking about guaranteed contracts in the NFL and the NBA. John, if you haven't seen it, you got to go watch it. What did he, what did he, give us a synopsis? Basically, he was bait loud and wrong about guaranteed contracts and was talking about like how, you know, because it's the whole stick, you know, the thing between like NFL doesn't have guaranteed contracts, but NBA does. CTE, yeah. Because they don't want to do it for themselves. Bro, this man was saying, like, yeah, the NBA don't got guaranteed contracts. I know, I know from I know personally they don't got only like four people got guaranteed contracts, and everybody's looking around like, bro, you're wrong. <laughs> And he was like, uh, yo, can we like yo, can we take a five take five? Nigga it was like, cut the ca- cut the cameras, dead ass. <laughs> Bro, that was like I, I didn't watch the full clip, but it's um I saw it on TikTok where it's he he's asking someone whether they would take uh him or Ocho Cinco. And then and then he's like, Well, what's the situation? He's like, No, 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 no. Me or him? Like, you want the answer to that question, dog? Bro, I don't think like that's and tough. I think they had I Andre Johnson. I think they had Andre Johnson on, and and he was like, "Yeah, we we had pretty similar careers." And Andre Johnson was like, <laughs> "Niggas gotta stop. Lot. Niggas gotta stop shitting on my son, B March, bro. This man was. This man was. No, he was mean, a problem. Bro. No, was he crazy. was crazy. But uh, when you know, I I would feel more comfortable with a average quarterback throwing to um, Chad Johnson." Than Brandon Marshall simply bro. because Chad Johnson will just be open, open. Bro, Ocho Cinco will be open. open. Brandon Marshall, you got to throw it up there, and he'll he go throw it up. He's gonna come something. down and get it. Bro. I know, but that quarterback got to be able to throw it up and have even with pressure around him. My thing is, Chad gonna be open, dog. He gonna be open, open. Regardless, bro. Fucking who? Jay Scrub Cutler was this man's quarterback twice. Fucking yeah, but Jay Cutler had an arm though. He just had to yeah. toss that shit. Bro, he, he was no, niggas. He had no accuracy. He just threw. That's what I'm saying. I'm, listen, yeah. I my thing is, I think it's easier to throw a lob up high for a big person to go grab it. Yeah. Like my thing is, you got to be able to one. You still got to deal with just having people in that area. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. people are going to be in that area, and there are some big corners. My thing is, Chad will just be like, "Hey, I got a ten yard box with no one else around me." I'm here. Just throw That's it in this because, vicinity. I'll get there. Yeah. Only, only this person. This man, could, yeah. Only time he wasn't open was when he played the Jets. She was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well we spoke about Revis. So. Yeah, about to say. That's and, and and that's the thing. Fucking Ocho Cinco has some of the best fucking footwork ever, bro. By anybody, like he, like it was impeccable. Like you would just watch videos of this man just fucking toe tapping everything, like moving around, like unmatched. Man, was we'll, stupid, bro. we'll never we'll never be in the Hall of Fame though, because you know. He gave too much head, but that's a that's a whole other conversation. Crazy, it's true. This is true. Hey, man, 
Hey, it is it, it is what it is. It is, it what, is it. what it is. Um, do we really have any other sports? That's about uh, it for me. I got nothing yeah. else. Yankees, John Carr, Mike Stanton hitting yeah, his home runs. My guy, Mike. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it because I talked about it last year and then he got hurt again, but I'm happy for him and I wish him continued success because I think he gets way too much unnecessary hate and like your tweet, you're just like, oh, Stanton gets cheers? I thought, you know, he only got boos. Bro, niggas booed him in the first game. I'm like, bro, like, can we, well, why are we doing this? Like, that's why he, they, I they missed Yankee them. fans. That's, that's I we, ain't see, we, we ain't get to boo him in the year. So it was just for all of the not, for, for, for all the games. Listen, that he you didn't can't play. boo him after what he did in the playoffs. Bro, like, I'm just saying, you bro, that man you put the team on. on his back in the playoffs. He, he nah, did he, everything he could. So if you're going to start the season, you got to give him a chance. And was out that here was, putting dents into Petco Park. Like, yeah, nah, oh, we also made a trade today. So that's cool, I guess. Oh, yeah. For Odor. Yep, Odor. Nigga that punched oh. uh, Bautista. Oh, oh, where? Yeah. Who do we trade for him? Prospects. prospects. Oh, prospects. He gonna, he's had down years. Uh, like honestly, the Dallas stuff that I follow was on talking about it. So like he's had some down years for the Rangers, and I'm pretty sure he's the one who uh, in his MLB contract has horses. Like they he got he got horses as part of his. Yeah, contract. Nigga has, Nigga's nice. had a down year since he punched Bautista. Wow. <laughs> well, had like he had two. Literally, well, the article I read went after two very very down years. Um, we. They're like, you know, he might have contemplated retirement, but hey, he has a chance to be an extra infielder for us. I'm listen, cool with it. Listen, That's a we traded, experience. We traded prob- for somebody to I was gonna say possibly some offense at it, you know, because Tyler Wade, you know, Tyler Wade's a bum. Oh my gosh, he's a bum. Listen, we gotta we gotta combat for the that stable full of nine of guys that throw ninety eight plus down in the He's Tampa, our he's you know our James saying? Johnson. Is that, yeah, is that he, what it is? Yeah, he's our yep, enforcer. That's it. You know what I'm saying? He's going to stand, stand right by the bullpen. Oh, he's going to look weird without the beard. Yeah, no. Oh, this yeah, is why no. the Yankees as an organization suck. No, we don't suck. Yes, Justin. they do. Yeah, well, they do. Right. The un, it's, the un, it's the no fun league. Right? It's, it's no fun no team. Fun you know what? You know what? It's, you know, you've heard about the NFTs? Yeah, no fun team. That's what the Yankees are. Every time wow. I watch a Yankee player uh, take a strike on 3-0, I'm just like, you know what? It, it, it's, it's not fun and I say you better let you better put we're that all, green light. We're, we're all fans of a conservative team. Wow, exactly, we that. should be ashamed of ourselves. Well, where's Matt? Because he's the one that's on the far right. We're out he here looking like uh, we're out here looking like Samuel L. Jackson and Django right now, that's hugging right. the Steinbrunners. <laughs> that's what we are. That's what we are. <laughs> Not <the> Steinbrunners. Massa. <laughs> Hell oh, yeah. Man. But that's all. That's all the sports I got. Yeah, same. I mean, you know, not not a whole lot happened in the past week. That's okay. But, you know what? A whole lot did happen. The finale of a comic got killed. I'm not happy, not at all. I'm. Oh man, ah, such a good show. I listen. You're not happy about it. We're gonna talk about it. If uh, you guys have been following along with us, we did episodes 22, 23, and 24 for this week. Finished up the series, mm. and um, you know, there's a lot of emotions. I'm excited to hear Justin's uh, spoilers ahead. But even for me, as some the only one who has seen it so far, there were some things that I forgot. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I, I still very much enjoyed it, and I thought back to the first time I watched it. But you guys can start. Man, some old bullshit, <laughs> bro. Bullshit, bullshit is an understatement. But and then again, it's like it kind of ended the way that I that I kind of saw it ending, yo. Like, I don't know. Like, here's the thing, right? is that I think I personally was fooled on who the protagonist was. And I'm not, like, getting into summary yet. You know what I'm saying? That, that, 
that's that's it, bro. I was just like, yo, this whole time I thought this is a story about fucking how Tatsumi was gonna, you know, bring light to his people and freaking save everybody, and he was gonna, you know, be the strap protagonist that ends up figuring out at the end. And I mean, he dies. Nah. And that's just you like, know what this really was? I told y'all, we all were like, yo, Tatsumi. I was like, is Tatsumi? I think it was part two. I was like, is Tatsumi the main character? You know right. what this show is? This show is just an anime version of Family Matters. Because you think the show is about... No, no, hold on. No, hold go on. ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because you think the show is about Steve <laughs> Urkel. Because you only know about Steve Urkel. you like, oh, Steve Urkel? Oh, yeah. You know, you... I, honestly, when I first, you know, was watching it, I thought it was just a Steve Urkel show. And I was like, wait, he's not the main character? It's about the Winslows? That's pretty much how I felt about this. This is a you thought the show was about Steve Tatsumi, which was with Steve, but it's really about the Winslows, Akame. Mm-hmm. That's basically is the show was the show not about Akame, just told from the view of Tatsumi. The show was filmed yeah. in front of a live studio audience, John. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, or is the show not about either of them and it's just about the night raid as a whole? No, it's about Akame. I mean, her name's in the title, so I said that. But uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I mean, that's I like it though. And if you look it up, um, I was looking up some voice actors because I was trying to figure out where I knew some of the voices from. So uh, it points out where they're like on my anime list. It's to do like main characters, Akame Tatsumi, and then everyone else is just a recurring character. (laughs) Like that's how they look at it. Um, But yeah, I mean, let's listen. Let's get into it. Episode twenty-two. I mean, kill. This is just. This is just. Yeah. But anyways, basically, um, we, we get into the we get into the main shebang that like uh Nagenda gives out an agenda to tell niggas like yo, like yo, y'all we about to go and fuck up the eggs, bro. Like that is that is the goal right now. Like that is the mission, you know what I'm saying? So they basically like all roll out, you know what I'm saying? They get to the point where they're in the they're in the capital and what's you call it? I for, I forgot. Was it yeah, when know, they? We, we trying to talk about episode twenty two. You, you know I think I'm, I, oh, I'm. Am I ahead? I'm ahead. Um, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty two was straight up Karome going like, damn, it, it might be slow for me. I ain't got much time left, so I might oh, as well try yes. to take out my sister one more time. Well, no, Nagenda mm-hmm. did. I thought she did give the final order. Yeah, but they didn't. Twenty two. They didn't act on it. Yeah, she yeah. was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're about to go. Yeah, she was. She's basically like, yo, get ready. This um, is end game. Yeah, literally. And, uh, you know, Karome sends a coded message out to um, his sister, Akame, and both Wave and Tatsumi have to accept this duel. And it was a great fight, first and foremost. Super dope fight. Um, I love the whole uh, Danger Beast coming out, them getting to work together one last time. We actually find out the full story on what happened between them. Mm -hmm. And it was sad, man. It was... You get a way of trying to interfere. Don't do that. It wasn't sad. It wasn't sad. All right, go ahead. Tell me why it wasn't. Tell me why. Oh, I mean, I violent. didn't. I, I. It was just kind of like, all right, like what, 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 like at what point, like what can be undone now? It's like, yo, Kurame, she already went her own path. You know what I'm saying like, um, Akame already went 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 her own path. Like it's like the damage is done. It was like somebody had to die, bro. It was so that's why I was like, what? you know, kind of. So if you was, if you and Chris had beef. And dipped out. It wouldn't be sad if you had to kill Chris. Depends on what we did, bro. It wouldn't be sad. Out. That's not what I asked. It wouldn't <laughs> it be depends. sad if you had to kill Chris. I I would personally probably be a slightly emotional. But if I'm a if I'm a cold oh, hearted killer, 
Slightly, yeah. Because you were cold hard to kill, you got to do what you got to do. But see, the sadness kind of wears off, killer. though. She explained it. But you, also, but you knew this was going to happen. They've been saying oh, yeah. we got to we got to kill each other from literally like the first Does episode. that make it less sad? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit, yes. Uh, it's like me knowing that yeah. Sandon was going to get traded. Yeah, I know he's going to get traded. And when he gets traded, it's, it's it's sad, but it's not as sad because I knew it was coming. It don't hit you as hard because don't it, you yeah. expect it. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, let, when are we going to – all this whole backstory stuff, like, all right, they were separate. They were close. They got separated. They went their own ways. Let's just fight. Like, mm-hmm. let's get to this. You're dragging it. Listen, my whole thing was one. The two things are in the final death scene of Wave, literally one Chroma having a real friend of Wave trying to be like, why does it have to end like this? It was like, two, damn, both our bitches fighting. That's crazy. <laughs> they two, was literally on um, the side. When she actually killed her and she like smiled and stuff and we were like, I love you before the final duel. My thing was, I was like, damn, like all I'm thinking is when she was talking to Chelsea and Chelsea was like, you know, I feel so bad, but like your pain is finally going to be over. So that was all mm-hmm. I was thinking where it's like, even though Akami's killing her, they're ending this beef. The one thing is like, she's actually putting her out of her misery, which, you know, it's a good thing for that sense. But then also when Akame actually shows her emotion at the end. Oh yeah. Her yeah. finally letting yeah, it out nah, to yeah, talk nah, to yeah. me was, was sad. That was, that you, was sad. You hear, you hear that scream. I was just like, damn, that's yeah, like, man. that is like, I am so angry. I am past the point of containing myself. That's years of, that's years of built up yeah. sadness and, and anger. Cause it's not like she dipped on her sister. She really tried to get her to join her. He was like, hey, we're kind of doing some bad stuff over here. Let's go. <laughs> oh, you're not coming? All right, fine. I'll see you when I see you. See you, see you at next year's barbecue. Basically. <laughs> not next year's barbecue. Please I'm going to see you at the family function. We're going to do that awkward high. We're going to laugh. And then, oh, we're going to go our separate ways for another year. Not family beef being right. too real for me. <laughs> Um, but yeah that was 22 was that final resolution you know took a couple fights to get here but we made it and then also we get um at the end we get wave finally reflecting on what he was really doing you know what it meant to be a soldier how what was really going on here and it was i feel like it's nice to feel like everyone was rooting for wave you know what i mean totally all right totally That was my yeah, guy from the beginning. Yeah. No. So then, you know, Kama straight up goes, yo, if you don't know what you're fighting for, don't, That's, don't get involved. I, I like that. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah. If you she don't know at this got, point, yeah. don't even don't even get involved. Bro. Don't even pick she up that sword, some, dog. Yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. She, that nigga has some soul searching to do. That's and a bar. I, I, yeah. Real life. All right. So now we get into episode 23. And now <laughs> what I thought had happened from before is actually happening. If y'all yeah. like, siege. We storm in the capital. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, yeah, they, yeah. No, Capital yeah. right, the original one. The freedom. Justin, relax over there to my left before I before I have to mute you. You know what I'm saying? Censorship. Wow. Yeah. Okay. This man, this man thinks he's the emperor, trying to yeah. censor the civilians. Yep, and that's and that's basically what was going down, bro. So we get into this episode where um they they stormed the cap the, the capital now they infiltrated that hole and uh, what's to call it run who was kind of on the side of justice, but kind of not on the side of justice. He was trying to figure out his own way too. No, I think he was always on the side of justice. He just wanted to do it by the rules. He didn't want to kill nobody. And that was, that's what he kind of failed to understand is like, yo, the night Raider didn't want to kill nobody either, but yo, lives had to be lost. You know what I'm saying? Because Mm -hmm. they, you know, they they could die every day. be a teacher. They were like, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) Niggas was was like so confused. Yep. 
And you get that substitute teacher that played overseas. He was Andre, what's his name? Andre Johnson? Yep. Andre Ingram. That was his name. Andre yep. Ingram. He's Andre Ingram to the shit. He's like, yeah, hey, you know, I play for the Lakers. What? Mm-hmm. That's a fact. And but, then um, you see you see the minister and you see the emperor. They both they both posted up in that joint. Tatsumi finally breaks through to them and he's about to give these niggas a hand of justice. But nope, mirror force. Sorry, bitch. And yeah. Like that, like like uh, you got and that. And then two the Power Ranger Gundams have to fight a Megazord, right? Basically. That was crazy, Basically. right? They're, like my man's a vault. Like it was really like the the uh, not to scale Megazord version. Like I'm stomping on everything, you know. Tatsumi's trying to save the people kind of convince the emperor basically like hey listen to the people do you see what kind of madness you you causing you're a child but by, but by the time the emperor realized like what was what he was what was going down he was like nah it's too late bro like too far you, gone yeah, yeah and that's what we have like i like when um tatsumi yells at him to go like nah don't look away like look at what you're doing yep fully nah, don't don't look don't look away i'm your enemy pretty much <laughs> also this is one thing it's a little nitpicky but it bothers me about the show mm-hmm I guess everyone just got super hearing because yes. these yes, yes, John. Be speaking yes. across the furthest distances imaginable, right. and everyone just hears them normally. Bro, Wave was dead in a pile of rubble, and somehow is talking <laughs> to Hatsumi as he's literally his and hand the king. is inside the thing. Yeah, I like. I don't get it. Like the king, the the minister is just out here miles away because he doesn't want to be near the fight, right? And is yeah, just his, talking to the king who's in the emperor. yeah, like I like, just, yeah, emperor. That's my that's thing. It, and then it happens it. more in the last episode too. But like, I think I meant I might have mentioned it a little bit earlier. But I'm just like I just don't get it. Like everyone just got super hearing. Yeah, but it's you know it's a little nitpicky thing. But like anyway, yeah. So uh, full Megazord rampage. You know. um Ah shit! What's the full Queen of Dragons? Yep. Um, and she was crazy. And then he's doing his shit. best, like you said, to try and convince him. Yep. And then he's and almost then... dying, and here wave comes. Homie came around. Homie made a decision. Sable. And... It was the right one because once Ta- Tatsumi took out took out the sword of Incursio, and he unlocked his full power, and which he, he reached his final yeah. form. Yeah, I know. And then it was like basically like Zapdos fighting a, a Megazord at that point. And he pulled up on some shit and Shout out was to fucking wild basically. Yeah, Sue was on yep, the heart of Sue, bro. I'm telling you, man, when niggas be motivated by their homies, bro, should be wild. Oh, the dead homies. Yeah, RIP um, Sue. Yeah, he listened to you know, he listened to his advice, found the weak spot in the Megazord. Mm-hmm. And um, bro, just the whole thing, like the fact how fucked up he was getting the evolution to the way now it comes to it the way he died now nah, first of all this is bullshit that nigga should have died like 12 minutes like 12 minutes earlier how is okay, he taking... should have died before too think about it think about the parallels to Balat's death i'm just Bilat saying was, you take... he was surpassing his limit at that time as sir, well sir mm-hmm. sir sir this man was out here taking spirit bombs from a megazoid yeah, but that's it's that's just crazy. Nah, he what? Nah, he really was though. That's the See, that's I'm I'm confused at the power scaling because in one scene when they first the Megazoid first goes, it shoots one little light beam, boom, mushroom cloud, Hiroshima point two point oh, right? Two words you don't want to say in anime discussions because it never ends well is power scaling. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say Hiroshima. <laughs> oh. like, oh. <laughs> that's one word. Oh my God, Justin! Justin, you're about to. See, I'm telling you, bro. We need the soundboard, dog. We really need the soundboard. Uh, yeah, today, today right. of all days, we needed more than anything. 
but uh but no because so i'm seeing like basically like a, a whole atomic bomb blowing up half the kingdom and you it's are on the a same, rampage the same thing is hitting in cursio right in the chest and he's just mm-hmm. like nah i got Most this powerful armor dog I put, I put the team on my back though <laughs> thanks this is yep. greg jennings but I mean, hey, I I do like that they actually showed the armor getting damaged significantly. Yes, yes. And then even when the he fact- did the, the full incursio, the you could see the wings were still damaged mm-hmm. and shit. Yep, bro. I ain't gonna lie. The way that the blood was falling from my son, bro, that shit. <laughs> I was forgot he so- died. Yeah. So oh, you forgot? To- oh, you- oh, you forgot? I for- yeah, I forgot he died. So it wasn't like oh. a full shock to me. But like when it was happening, I was like, "Damn, there's mad blood pouring out homie's arms." I was like, "He there's no way he could survive that." I was like, "If he survives this, his power dependent. I'm gonna be tight." It was kind of predictable, though, because right before they went into the siege, Nick was like, to Akame, yo, don't die. I promise. Like, damn. Nah, but niggas always have that combo, though. Yeah. Exactly. Niggas always be dying. No, no, him and Akame have been having that since the first episode. Yeah, Yeah, so you knew it was. Yeah, they use it one too many. They went to the well one too many times. (laughs) Yep, that's it. They they pulled a a Pascal Siakam, used that spin move one too many times in the lane. Bro, and the, the way the team was there. just looked at her and just went, damn, I'm sorry. Like, I couldn't couldn't hold up, keep, keep my promise, bro. That shit made you feel for a comedy, though. So how did, yeah, I was going to say, I want to get more of just direct of how, what was your reaction? I mean, he was either like, going to die there or what's-her-face was going to kill her, kill him with her thighs. So <laughs> it was either that, he was either dying from the Megazoid or dying from the Thunder. He was dying from the Megazord or Snoo Snoo? No in-between? <laughs> there was no in-between. If he survived that... Because as Death Dead said earlier in the show, she was gonna have to kill him. It was gonna hurt her. But Bro, she was but if have the entire him. empire was destroyed, as Death could have just kept them as like a pet or whatever. Nah, nah. There's nah, no nah, empire nah, for him nah, to nah. fight against. So it doesn't matter. Like, All right, we out. Was, no one's gonna take always... you from me. So we nah, gotta live because, our life. Uh, but fundamentally speaking, they're just two different people. They're just two different people. Mm-hmm. Fundamentally speaking, like that's why I was. I, I like the conversation that um, when she ended up dying, like after the fight with her and Akame, that fight was yeah, dope as hell. Yeah. That fight was dope as hell. That that fight was lit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, they, I, like, that I was, lived up to everything. Like, that, yep. That lived up to everything great. that I could have expected from yeah, that. So go ahead. We're going into episode 24 now. All right. Yep. So, and oh, time. go ahead. Yeah. So big time fight between uh, you know, the Akames and the SDFs. You know, I was feeling some things. Um, I All need the, the tape. Um, I need the tape. Is a need thing. I need the tape. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Freaking Akame went all uh, Sasuke curse mark. Uh, yep. <laughs> curse mark. I I wrote it in my notes. I was like, damn. And she actually, they were that. both going Sasuke because this bitch was playing Asteri Devastation. Basically, yeah, that, that, no, or actually, tried to. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that, shit, was, I that Plante, shit was crazy. I thought that was uh, what's his face? Uh, he got was, when he uh, got the Rado. Rado, he was able to use it. I thought that. Oh was pain. yeah, it was. It was pain, right? It was yeah, pain. Like in the game when he got the running. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. But yeah, nah, they was fighting. They was they was going ham. Then freaking uh, Asdeath loses it. She cuts off her own arm when she gets sliced up by the cursed sword. Mm-hmm. And she was still out here giving work. Bro, yeah. it she just shows bro, how she... crazy Asdeath is, bro. Yo, she she competitive. She, and she lost she is, the she sword and was still giving work. Bro, the she fucking, crazy. the using the blood from the arm to blind yes. her. Yes. <laughs> like That was like, man, sneaky. she really said, she said, she went, mm. Because in my head, normally when someone loses the arm, the first thing is whatever power they have, they'll use something to stop the bleeding. So in my head, Mm -hmm. she was going to freeze it and be like, all right, we out here. Damn, I was was like, fuck that. He was like, no, pocket sand. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for her to use an arm, like an arm fucking just like. Uh, Ice arm, right? Ice arm. Just make a new one? Yeah, Yeah. like 
I, w- I was very surprised, especially because she's low-key, like, fucking demonic with that fucking curse mark shit that she has on her chest. So I thought she was going to fucking pull up like with some shit like that. Honestly, and- that curse mark is a target. If you know, you know. But, um... Come getters. Um, but... <laughs> but also- <laughs> That's what Bulat has. One of the other things I wrote down is, uh... Bro, you know it's mad funny, right? Everyone's, like, to some extent... They have these trump cards that'll do something cheesy or just something where it's like, all right, we out here. You know what I mean? <laughs> Akame's trump card is hands. That's it. Yes. That is all Akame, Akame's rockly. It's just, listen, this sword, off. you know, if you get cut by the sword, that's on you. But if you're not good with it, it's, it's over, bro. It's just straight, I'm going to give you the hands. Yep. You're beating me right now? Bet. I'm a power up. I'm a juice up. Get that micro secret stuff and give you more hands. Yep. She's fighting as death, who as death is you guys don't watch One Piece, but it's one of those like Logia style style Dever fruit. She's an ice bender, you know, not just water because she can't control water. She's an ice bender if you want to put it in that way. Where it's like this is really just like I have a sword. I pick things up and I put them down. Like just oh, straight man. hands, just rock lead to the shit. And I loved it. I loved every moment of it. I loved blocking the attacks. I loved using the the ice when she was trying to impale her and yep. using the sword to put the direction she was going in to avoid them. It was great. Yeah, speed is crazy. Fast don't lie. Yeah, bro. She literally she speed literally kills. dropped she she yeah. I always say speed fucking kills. Where did cheetah? You know what I'm saying? She really did the Rock Lee shit, fucking dropped the weights and she just was going crazy. Like it reminded me a lot. It was so eerily reminiscent of that fucking Gara and uh Rock Lee fucking tuning exam uh from Naruto. Cause she was really using the ice like how Gara was using the fucking uh, sand board and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then eventually she was just too fucking slow. And then bow, 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 bow slice you in half. But then nah, even too the- fucking slow. It Bro. was just trying to use the fucking. It was if Rockley tried to use. I mean, uh, Gara tried to use sand coffin and missed. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Because her attack was basically ultimate defense. If you think about it. Yep. Her trump card. Yes. Yep. That she developed. Yep. And then yeah, yeah how do you just develop stopping time? She's I that just, much of a problem, bro. Like, like how do you just how do you even practice like how do you even go about just how cold is ice cold? <laughs> like what's cooler than being cool? Ice, ice cold. cold. I can't hear you. Nah, but that shit was crazy, bro. That shit was lit, and then fucking a the comic got in that ass. And then this was what really made me realize that Akame was the protagonist. So not Tatsumi dying. Right. It wasn't yeah. Yeah, yeah. It this, wasn't Tatsumi dying. Well, to the point of Tatsumi dying, I was like, all right, you know what? He is no he is not the protagonist. This is you were saying I, he I, might still be the protagonist in this next this next episode's epilogue. But. <laughs> right. Imagine, imagine, right? But then, you know, as Pro-Log sis Pro-Log. is like half dead at this point, knowing she's about to die, she walked right past Akame, walks right to Tatsumi, and you know. I don't want to say they fucking went on to be happily ever after, but low key, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, my sis SDF, she had a little bit of a sore spot for this nigga, of course, as we all knew. But then, like, yeah, slash up dead. And then the comment is just sitting there by herself. Yo, sis really went, <laughs> she went, well, you beat me. I guess I should go die now. Yep. <laughs> like, that was it. That was gangster. I'm not going to lie, but it was, it was, it was, it was kind of cool the, the interaction that they had where, mm-hmm. Akame, before they even fought, she was just like, yo, why are you why are you the way you are? Like, why do you have to keep fighting? Like the war is over. Like, why do, why would you go make a new war zone? She was like, 
because I just like doing this shit. Like, right. I'm strong. <laughs> that was it. Basically, like, y'all niggas, niggas can't beat me. So I'm just trying to find somebody that can I'd beat I'd be bored, me. dog. Sis basically. Sis 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 he's like, sis I'm sis bored. Tatsumi's dead. So there's no other man on earth I want. What else she I went over there. Do? And then it was, but I think it's interesting that Akame said the, uh, the emotions that you can't understand, or the human <laughs> emotions you can't understand are exactly what you felt for Tatsumi. And I guess that's why she was always saying, what is this feeling I'm feeling with what you taught to me? Like mm-hmm. she just couldn't put together that love that you could have another emotion aside from just being the winner. I also think it was, um, the, you know, we, we talk about her lack of feeling emotion, but I think it was more than, uh, just the love part. I think it was when she's asking her what makes you so strong and she's like well i take on this burden you know what i mean like i don't remember i you know you've killed so many people but you don't care about it i've killed so many people and i think about everyone and that's why she goes so you're just gonna keep this burden for the rest of your life and she's like yeah like basically my penance for having to take all these lives so it's i love when you see especially at the end of a series an arc whatever when you get the two main people in it Mm-hmm. when they have a battle and that mutual respect and that understanding at the end of it like I love shit like that yeah. and then like you said like she was gangster as hell she was like alright I'll go die now I'm gonna go with my bitch over here be out I mean hey man I said hey I'm not gonna lie I honestly thought she said uh, instead of ne- I think instead of saying next to I thought she said in and I was like damn they were they able to slip some freaky shit in on the oh last line <laughs> that was yeah, a that fight scene made you feel a lot more things <clears throat> I was like, damn, like, that's how you want to go out with him inside you? But it was said next to you. So I was like, damn, that's crazy. But hey, she got what she wanted. And I didn't like it because Tatsumi couldn't be buried for them to be like, all right, we have his gravesite to go visit. Yeah, but see, I would have expected that. I honestly was happier with the unexpected, like, alternative Mm -hmm. to that. You know what I'm saying? That SDF low-key kind of got what she wanted, what she really wanted. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I liked how Akame put it, is that, like, yo, like, her love for Tatsumi is the reason why she couldn't see, like, through her own, like, logic. And I was like, damn, that's a fucking bar. Can you imagine being digmatized like that? That's crazy. Without even getting no dick? Crazy. Absolutely crazy. crazy. But crazy. you know what? I think it's it good, like too, because, uh, you know what? It doesn't... Maybe... I think Tatsumi may have wanted that, too, because now he doesn't have to be buried. Akame and Nagenda don't have to bury him. You know? They don't have to have that pain of, you know, making a gravesite and things like that. Where they've done so many, well, I so think, many uh, other. I think it's closure for a lot of things as well. You know yeah. that that process of burial and stuff like that is also closure for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, also, all right, now we can go into the resolution. No, not yet. What? What's next? What else we got? The next death. I've been waiting to talk about this since the series started. Um, because I mean, this, this is part of the resolution, but yeah, okay, go ahead. because. <laughs> I've had this conversation with other people who watch the show. It was the most pointless death in the show. Leone did not need to die. It was stupid, completely unnecessary. Sis, and I will say the second time I watched it, I paid more attention um, in the sense of her saying goodbye and then going, it wasn't just by I'm out. It was by I get to be with them again. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that the first time I watched it. I was tight because I'm like, why is this bitch lying in the alley when she could have got medical help? Um, I get it, but I just think it was super pointless, completely unnecessary for her to die. Uh, my thing is, in any other sense, I loved the whole symbolism behind the whole thing, like um, one killing him without any um imperial arms, 
um, using fighting how she normally does, relying on her healing, but she couldn't in that sense. Um, the whole thing of her starting in the slums, dying in the slums, love all that stuff. I get it. I can look at it now as the second time watching it, but the first time watching it, she didn't need to die. What did it add a- to the plot? She could have just lived. She could have the agenda did. made it to the end. She could have just once lived. A, once again, though, they kind of caught like that's why I, I like the resolution because there was a lot of shit I didn't really expect to happen that happened outside of like, all right, like, yay, like we saved the world, like, yeah, we're gonna create a new regime. Like, but at the end of the day, it's kind of like, all right, like it's real, like the night raid is really like the fight club of like this whole shit. You know what I'm saying? Because it was insult like the, to injury. That's how I feel about it. I mean, but it's cool though because literally the only niggas of the of the night raid, of course, Nagenda, who was just standing there watching as Akame was getting in with Esdev, but that's all. What, what was she gonna do? Listen, <laughs> what was she gonna do? It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, she really had no power her. at that point because she yeah. gave all her, her, her life force to Sue. Sue didn't take it. Oh, she didn't take. It. Remember? Still, like, she what else? She's doing? like, I should be dead. What else she gonna right. do? Use her little. That's uh, what I'm saying. She just had to watch. <laughs> go go gadget arm, <laughs> but um. Plus, go, you know, go she also gadget. understands uh, the like, her her bigger role in this. You know what niggas I mean? Be, niggas be niggas be distractions every day. Be but you know what? She's the orchestrator of this whole shit, so she deserves to live. She, she needs to be there to help rehabilitation. You know? Yep. You know, but, indeed, indeed, I don't know. Indeed. I was tight at Leon's because my thing is that was negative power of the pen, insult to injury, because. She could have ate the two shots. Normally, you eat the two shots. What do you do? You knock the weapon away from someone. She could have got the gun away and just survived after two shots to the abdomen and been fine. But no, my work wife is so fire. I just had to throw that out there. All right, sorry. Go ahead. Continue. (laughs) Wait, what do you say? It's not getting cut. (laughs) Good. That's fine. Nothing. Wow. Um, But yeah, so now we get into the full resolution. Um, the minister got his his face smashed in by Leone as her last act, and I loved it. And I love fire the, the departure. Um, the whole now I can actually appreciate it, but I'm still mad at it. She didn't need to die. The saying goodbye to Akame, um, her whole thing, and then you know now it's where, where do we go from here? We're rebuilding the nation. They got the goals that they wanted to. Uh, also, Wave and Run getting to be a part of it. Honestly, I would watch a spinoff of Wave. Nah. I would be with it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's like, what a, bitches, he's a, what bitches is coming after Wave? No, that's the whole. I don't know, I was I like, don't yeah. know how they would do it, but I'm that's, saying that's I really. I would watch a show with Wave. That's like that's really. Like, that's really how we should have known that uh, that Tatsumi wasn't the real protagonist. Once he was getting all these bitches, it should have been like, nah, there's no way. There's main no way. Main that's not true. Bitches. It's usually one bitch that he doesn't realize likes him until the end mm-hmm. of the show. Rimuru, Rimuru got mad bitches, and he's the main character. But he don't. He's not following them. He's not going. to say Rimuru is like. Like androgynous, like I don't even know what he is. No, but that's <laughs> not that, that, being he has prince. no form, so I mean, he, that's what I'm saying. Like, he really, like, I don't, I couldn't tell you. you know what I'm saying, like, I his, mean, he'd be, his, he be dressed up it like that. Is it a he is Rimuru a he though? He don't know, he, he can tried, decide honestly, what he wants to be. Rimuru, There's I a character think, like I, that in One Piece that literally think, he has mad like hormone powers, so he changes which form he wants to be in. I would refer to Rimuru as they, they theirs. <laughs> I will say he is. Uh, I'm they, going with trap, all they, right, and that's what they. I'm. That's what I'm going as. <laughs> going with trap is it like your boy Felix? The goat. <laughs> the goat. I'm crying. Um, well, fem, fem, um, femboy Hooters. <laughs> I, I honestly, oh my god, femboy Hooters is crazy. That's so wild. Wow, that's the name of the episode. Nah, if um, you guys, nah, I. 
Yeah, it's it's some funny stuff. Like an, the anime world is is disgusting, oh, but there's some hilarious things out there. Man. Oh yeah, it's a wild place. It's the wild west. Bro, I've like. seen a, a t- I, I think it was like tomboy IHOP or some shit like that. Yo, it's <laughs> hilarious. Oh man, oh man, but, this uh, is crazy. I mean, yeah, I mean that um, pretty much wraps it up. Uh, I guess you guys want to just give impressions of the series as a whole. We got to do that, and we got to pour it up. And I, I think I was gonna we, do it after. I, I was going to do that. Yeah, we got to pour it up for more than one person because so many people died in this shit. We got to <laughs> give like we got to give like two people each. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um, I like that. But all right, so I'll get. I'll start with my impression. I, I I thought it was valid, yo. Like for something that had that was so violent, and something that had a lot of death and a lot of like uh, you know building in terms of like World within building. a very short time. Yeah, in twenty six episodes, you know what I'm saying like. It definitely, I, I I enjoyed it, and I definitely would recommend it. Like, especially if you like a Game of Thronesy kind of like mm-hmm. you, like like person. You know what I'm saying like it's definitely like this, the 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 attraction that you build to the characters in such a short time. Like yo, like Bulat was that nigga for like seven episodes, and then he died. You know what I'm saying like, and but you remember him because his impact is felt throughout the rest of the show because uh, Tatsumi gets in Curcio. You know what I'm saying so it's like. I don't know. I definitely would recommend it. I, I I did I did enjoy it, um, and yeah, that was that like that was my overall impression of it. You know what I'm saying it had everything that I like. It had plot. It had character development. It had good fight scenes, and yeah. So, Justin, yeah, no, this was a, this was a good show. Liked it. Was not prepared for all the uh, the deaths, but you know you gotta get over it. Niggas die every day. I thought it was pretty sad. I thought I, I keep I, on your toes. It does. I thought the saddest part of the whole show was at the end when the the, the new uh, kingdom delivers the gold to uh, Tatsumi's village. Oh, and he yeah. was like, yeah, like Tatsumi did it. This is the most gold we ever got. You know, hopefully let, let's, let's prepare a big uh, celebration for not only Tatsumi, but the two other people. I was like, oh, no, they don't know. They don't oh, know. no. I was going to tell them. <laughs> I'm going to say I'm like, I'm surprised an agenda ain't go what wasn't there to like. Mm. To say the news or some shit or maybe a comic. I feel like that's something a comic would do while she wanders. Yeah, that is true. She gonna be wandering a lot, but it's okay. Um but yeah, no, it was pretty good. Like the closure of the episodes. Um yeah. The visuals yeah. are nice. And uh yeah. yeah. like like I said in the beginning, I do feel like this show has um everything you could like for the most part, it it hits a lot of boxes for a lot of people, majority of people. I mean, like, like you said, Miles, the plot of character progression. Um, I mean, character development, the fight scenes were good. You know, you got the horny shit. Um, it, the, the comic relief was entertaining. Um, you know, it, it gave a lot. And I just think it's like a great one season show. You know what I mean? Like a good mm-hmm. wrap up type of show. Um, yeah, I think we should, uh, we should we should pour one out now. You know, our, our annual tradition. Whenever we finish the show, who who are we gonna pour it out for? Who won't go first? Yeah, I'll go first because I went first on my impressions. Um, all right. So I think one person I feel like it's pretty obvious that I'm pour it out for is Leone because she ain't need to die. A necessary death. Yeah. Um the other one. I wanna say Akame. Uh, because she's had to watch everyone around her die on multiple occasions. She's had to carry the burden of not only the murders, but also having to carry on the wishes of those who died repeatedly. She had to kill her own sister. Um, 
she's lived a hard life through the entire thing you know it's taken from her village and raised as an assassin um getting separated from her sister and then you know it's nice that she had a resolution but it also sucks that she couldn't enjoy you know enjoy it with the people around her that she wanted there so i feel like i gotta 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 pour that second one out for akame you know sometimes the burden's harder on the ones left alive than the ones who died you know their fight is over Ooh. Yeah, you like that corny it's shit? With this fake ass deep shit. Right now. Alright, who's gonna go next? Miles, you can go next. No, you go next. I went first last time. Okay, and what does that mean? Alright, man. Fine. Since you want me to go first, so bad. So bad. You're actually going second. So <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, guys. All right. So, I, so, let me stop. Nah, but real life. Oh, shit. My fucking AirPod flew out. Um, Technical difficulties on this end. This is why Justin should have went before me. But anyways, um, the first person I'm going to pour it out for is going to be Bulat. Because I feel like despite him dying as early as he did, he really set the tone for like a lot of what the show the show's themes what really were. It's like, one... Defending your people, you know what I'm saying? Standing up for what is morally incorrect. I mean, don't get me wrong. These niggas kill people. So that is not morally correct. But for what they fought for is what, to me, was was it. And I'm, and obviously, I kind of already said it. And Curcio being, you know, the as strapped as it was, as early as it was, even though I still don't feel like it was as strapped when Tatsumi used it, whatever. That's a whole other conversation. I just don't but think yeah. Tatsumi was as strong. But I had years of training. Yeah, I mean, of course, and yeah, like I, I was fucking, I was fucking with, with, um, I was fucking with that, and the other person who I'm going to pull it out, I pull it out for, <laughs> pull it hey, out, yo, hey yo, work with, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Shelley, yeah, not nah, like real life because yo, she was really, she was really never good at anything, bro, and she was good at killing people, which is sounds so crazy because she killed people, but. It was really, you know, all for the greater good. And I feel like mm-hmm. the thing, like them both dying as early as they did, it really showed me like what the show really was about. And yeah, man, like I, I, I really, I really was fucking with Shelly early, bro. And yeah, that's all I got. That's, that's, that was my two. Uh, well, I was going to do Bullock, but since he took it, I'll just replace him. My two, pointed out, uh, as death and uh mine and mm. uh yeah as death because she was the most problematic she was she was a problem child you know out here giving hints to everybody mad strong you know some people on the pod don't think power is sexy they're afraid That's of strong not women true at all they're afraid of strong women but uh it's okay you know i love them enough for for all of them so uh yeah i mean setting false narratives about the podcast crazy continue yeah it's okay uh and then yeah ended up being with the one she loved at the end so that was kind of cool and then mine out here also a problem with the gun with pumpkin um you know and uh her her i like her character development just coming back you know evolving from the oh who's this nigga taught to me he ain't really one of us he not a killer like that for real for real he don't understand he don't he don't know what it feels like to come from the gutter you know get out the mud but now taught to me end up doing taught to me things changed her whole perspective and now she was out here busting it down you know for uh for my boy at the end too bad she died though 
you know, RIP the mines. <laughs> <laughs> she went, she went, we are a bunch of African-Americans and Mark, but I'm rocking with Mark because Mark's rocking with us. <laughs> That's a fact. So yeah, Bro, both of like both, we all killers, and we got this country bumpkin ass motherfucker. Porn, porn went out for two of both of Tatsumi's hoes. Tatsumi had more than those H-E- two though. H e a u x. I'm about to say what in the the episode 22, uh, Leon was out here trying to. Leon's been know. out. Leon was the first one. <laughs> she marked. I mean, was she the first one him. on it. <laughs> Chelsea <laughs> was the Chelsea was the wild card. Damn. We saw. We saw. We knew mine. The seeds were going to get sown. Leona was like it off rip. Chelsea was the one who was like, "No, nah, I'm fucking with him too." And you had Bulat. <laughs> Facts. Damn, my son tells me really had everybody on lock, bro. Everybody. Talk about sauce. Except, except for Nintendo. that's what I'm saying. Now he's dead, right? But now everybody else who loved him was dead too. So that's either true. he's in a harem with all of them, or they're fighting over him. Well, he in a harem. I don't think so. It's like that. It's like it's like that TikTok. That I that I showed you guys uh, a few weeks ago with the dude with the you know with the the Justin Justin Timberlake song where he like it shows like a whole bunch of different characters from uh yes yeah you know I don't know how to describe Fifth Rakage we know yeah Fifth Rakage guy not yeah. for nothing I want to talk to him to see if I can get him to be on the pod that'd be dope I would love I would I would love mm-hmm. to pick his brain and figure out how he also likes sports so yeah and he he has a good eye for uh, stuff in anime too so you know mm-hmm. stuff yeah yeah stuff one of these days i'm just gonna come and just and just drop a whole bomb on you guys you should go play genshin impact that's what you should do i feel like that would be the perfect game for you go look that up and then we'll get back to me anyway um (laughs) it's called genshin genshin impact yeah i I feel like that you know that's that's pretty much it for us here um i'm gonna take a week to decide on what we're gonna do next because the original things that i wanted to do next i heard a lot of reasons why we shouldn't I give examples uh, every week, and they they get tossed to the wayside. Yeah, you that's don't care. Just I like how do. Ruben always comes at you at whenever you tweet anything, same shit. Um, Haters. Yeah, so we're we're gonna take a week. I'm gonna figure it out. I will have something by next week to know for our next show. So no ABC for next week. But uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. A little bit different. We will be back in the studio next week. And yeah. Follow us at Saratobi Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Go like us on Facebook. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. And you guys can follow me on Twitter at Offended Normal. Guys. Gang. Yes, sir. Y'all already know. World Wide West in the building. Y'all can follow me on IG. World Wide West underscore 11. All that good stuff. Believe him to get back on Twitter. Yeah, man. I'm fully vaccinated now. So y'all already know. Outside, I'm coming for you. Oh, I'm getting vaccinated on Thursday. Congratulations. Hell yeah. And the stadium, I'm coming for you tomorrow. Let's go fucking Yankees. Gary Cole got eight strikeouts through four right now. He killing niggas. Killing. Killing niggas. Hey, Black Lives Matter. It. It's wild how you said Garrett Cole is killing niggas and said Black Lives Matter in the very next sentence. That's crazy. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, we really, really needed the soundboard this episode. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. But, you know, you can follow me. <laughs> you, you can follow me. <laughs> On the Twitters, J underscore Thomas underscore 24. Uh, that's all I got. Nina Toads are people too. We will catch y'all next week. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins.